Way! Hello, viewer. Today it is. It is a Sunday, August the 20th, 2023. I am Mr. Brown, and I trust you are all doing very well today. On this evening's stream backslash podcast, we are discussing the goings on this week in the entertainment and on the social media it was a week where the blue beetle was dead on arrival and snow white showed her true colors but and it's a big but before we begin you can find us here on the youtube or if you prefer your entertainment in the podcast form we are also on this spotify links are in the description so if you've not shut down for the evening as i always say lots to get through shall we get them guests out yeah let's do it of course we should okay so first he is the backbone of sunday nights you know i genuinely love this guy it is the fantastic matt cat eight three What's up, nerds? How are you? Hello there. How are you, friend? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, you know? Just working on my Blue Beetle review, you know? Trying to get all that stuff done. How are you doing? Not too bad. How are the kids? They are, they <laughs> are, how do you, what do you Brits always say? They are um, full of beans, or is that how you, you terrors, yeah, yes. Yeah, they, they are, I swear to God, they have so much energy, and I only have so much. I'm like, uh, I'm powering down like a computer. Uh, some people are coming in hot. Here you go, look. Common <laughs> oh, people. Listen, listen. My mother is doing quite well. Nothing to report, though. Oh, it's we need just your a... mummy to come on here. It's oh, such yeah. a privilege. I mean, she probably would. White but privilege, she... obviously. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> How's the channel going? Doing okay, yeah? I doing. I think doing well. I'm pretty sure I'll I'll hit six thousand subscribers oh, man, by the end of this year. Fifty thousand all thank you. day. Thank Funniest you. Funniest guy a... on YouTube. Oh, There's thank no you. justice in this crazy upside down world. Uh, well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Great to have you on, mate. Shall we get the next? Absolutely. Out? Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. Next, new to the channel. Be gentle. It is the price of reason hey. hello there hello hello friend how are you <laughs> i'm doing good it's nice to be here it's great to have you um for the peeps in the chats a little a little bit about yourself my friend who are you where do you come from what do you do uh well i Currently, I live in the U.S. Uh, some people know me because for a number of years on Twitter, I had a news account, kind of like discussing film, but without all the shills. And uh, the, the Twitter account was going well for a few years, but then they started shadow banning me and doing all this Ooh. stuff. And before, before Elon took over, I just decided to start posting on YouTube. And for the past year, that's pretty much what I've been doing. And that's sort of been growing, and I think some people like it. So, some people also don't like it and get annoyed and things like that. But I'm already used to it. <laughs> uh, yes, there are lots of people who get annoyed with 
just for the sake of it, really. But uh, channel going well, my friend, yes? Yes, it's, uh, you know, day by day. It's I put in a lot of work into it, and hopefully over time more people will watch it. But even for what's been going on over the past year, I'm very grateful and happy, and I enjoy doing it. Oh, fantastic. The Lots of hard work goes into it, isn't it, really? And one day, hopefully, it will happen. Yes. Great to have you on, my friend. Shall we get the next guest out? Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Here she is, folks. Um, I'll start again. Next, the chat favorites and our favorite. It is the wonderful Vex Electronica. <laughs> <laughs> how is everyone tonight or this afternoon or this morning depending Hello, on where you are <laughs> how are you um i'm doing all right can't complain i could complain but i i don't want to complain how about you um i'm yeah i like to complain but not <laughs> not at the moment uh you dropped a new video today i do believe I did, and um, a lot of people are telling me that there's audio issues, which is unsurprising. No. I, my microphone crapped out, like, actually in the middle of this podcast last Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess that has come through, unfortunately, um, through the video. But oh, otherwise, people are enjoying it, it seems. I haven't been called a racist yet. I'm waiting for it. You any, any day now, any day. Well, I specifically call Sholo, Sholo, Sholo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't shy away from all of Yeah, how do you pronounce his name? It, it's, keep... it's, it's Sholo for the first the first name, the X, but I don't know how to pronounce his last I name. I thought it was Zolo. Oh. That's what I keep saying, Zolo. <laughs> no, he says Sholo. In oh, Sholo Maridwanya. Oh, okay, go. well, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go and uh, to edit some stuff out. <laughs> um, if, if my review comes out and it sounds like like all of a sudden you're just like, "Hey guys, whatever." Show the how go down. Smilex coming in hot. Hey Vex, you are a racialist. Thank you, thank you, Smilex. I always appreciate your uh, your fresh takes. <laughs> Or at least yeah. somebody does. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny though the that in my review, part, some of the only compliments I saw for Blue Beetle was that a few people wrote that I actually pronounced that guy's name correctly. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it sounded like you were Spanish just when you said his name. I was impressed, at least. <laughs> I, that's what they thought, and I didn't even know if I was saying it correctly. But if they're if they're happy, then at least you somebody's did something. happy. Yeah, right, you did something, something right. <laughs> I they think can... you will go far with your channel, my friend. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Vex, great to have you on, yes? Always a pleasure. Shall we wheel, wheel uh, I'll start again, wheel him out? The last guest. Shall we get him out? Yes. Yes, do it. Yes. I can't read my script. What's happened to it? Let me scroll down. Boomer. I'm doing a Gary. Okay. And last, but by no means least, we see the good inside our next guest. He is the Dark Sith Lord Chord Little Platoon. Evening. Evening. Hello. How is everyone? Pretty good. good. How about you? I'm good. 
I I'm yeah I'm tired as as hell and and unwell so yeah if I if I might then be sniffing or yawning through this one but um I'll try and keep those to a minimum. Uh, what are you up to at the moment, Lord? I can't decide at the moment. Um, I saw Blue Beetle earlier. I have some things to say. Can I be bothered to say them? Is another matter. Um, <laughs> I have a long history of getting in trouble mispronouncing vaguely Hispanic <laughs> names as well, so that's a reason to avoid it. Um. And then there's a Mando script in the works, but then Ahsoka comes out on Tuesday, so... Tuesday yeah, now. There's too much stuff on, too much stuff. I haven't Ugh. decided which one to take first. Double episode on Tuesday, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's thrown a spanner in the works. Yeah, it has. But I'm um, kind of looking forward to it in a weird, uh, sort of unhappy, dreadful way. <laughs> That's the Disney yeah. Star Wars way. Mm. Mm-hmm. So great to have you on, Lord. Good to be back. Shall we get on with it? Yes, I think we should, shouldn't we? Now have I put my graphics up? I'm a boomer. End of episode one five eight. End of week musings. Sunday, August twenty twenty. I don't remember the Blue Beetle suit looking as bad in the film as it does in that thumbnail. Is that how it looks in the actual film? Was I just not paying attention? No, no, it does look that bad. It does, it does. It's such a crap film. There's no decent stills on <laughs> Tinternet as well, bastards. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've made it this far and you can read this, you're a better man than me. Please like, share, subscribe. Clicks, baby. Clicks, clicks, clicks. Can't speak. Please consider donating to channel. Links in the description. All the usual. Okay, so... No television stuff this week because there's. Is it me or is there nothing on TV to watch really? Uh, if there is, I can't think of anything. Exactly. Nothing okay. good. Right. Okay. Yes. Shall we start with the Blue Beetle then? Who would like to go first? Um, Price, you're new. You've you've actually seen this, haven't you? I've seen the movie and I posted a review. Yes even your thoughts i didn't like this movie i think that it was terrible actually and uh if i had to quickly explain why i didn't like it uh, there's a few things uh first of all the good thing i can say about the movie is that i think that uh sholo meridwanya is actually good in the lead role but that's the only good thing i can say about it they basically made him a side side character in his own movie Every scene, he has five uh, family members around him, mostly female, that seem to be more important than he is. And for the third act of the movie, he's a damsel in distress that gets tied up somewhere. And his mother, sister, grandmother, and uncle uh, have to go and rescue him. It, it really, I don't know if even if I can describe in words how disappointing it is. but And also throughout the movie, he's all, him and his family are... They really lean heavily into that they're victims because I guess they're originally from Mexico. Mm. So they keep talking about how much victims they are throughout the whole movie. And uh, when you're living in a community in the United States like this family is, there's a large population of Hispanic people in the United States. And to me, everything that they're trying to do there just doesn't ring true to me. I'm not saying that there's no, no people that are unfortunate or something like that, but to lean into it so heavily... Uh, with a, with such a poorly written sc- script beyond that, just things randomly happen. Uh, 
very contrived. Every every single thing that happens very contrived. All in all, I just didn't like the movie at all. I thought it was terrible. Oh dear, uh, Vex. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, I don't know what Price of Reason is saying at all. This movie was fantastic. <laughs> it was even better than Avengers: Infinity War. Like I was just absolutely blown away by this cinematic masterpiece. Was it the representation? Yes, I love that they threw every Mexican stereotype at our characters. You know, child militia origins, Brilliant. loving tacos, crammed into a tiny bungalow. Oh, it was, oh, I just, I felt represented, and I'm not oh, even fantastic. Latino. Oh, get in. <laughs> Honestly, fuck this movie. Um, anyone who likes it, no offense, but actually, no, take offense. You're a fucking idiot if you enjoyed this. Um, it was well, so strong pain- words. No, I'm serious, because it was so painfully bland, painfully predictable. There was absolutely nothing unique or spectacle about it. Um, It's just chock full of messaging, too, that is at times a little bit subtler than what we're used to. But it props up all the female characters unnecessarily in the third act and makes, like uh, Price of Reason had said, our main character, a damsel in distress, the romance doesn't make sense and it's really forced and it's even more uncomfortable when you consider that she seems to be almost 30 from the looks of it and he's just freshly 22. Um, the family messaging was really nice, but even then a lot of it is sacrificed um, just to get all of these like little Latino quips in there as oh, well, oh, which dear. is um, a shame because they're with all that family stuff, it feels like there was an opportunity to take this in a fresh direction that actually would have done not only this movie good, but the genre as a whole, as well as DC's current um, standing with superhero films. So um, we'll get into it more, but yeah, it, it's fucking terrible. Absolute garbage. Cutty. Well, I have to say, I didn't hate it as much as you guys did. Um, I didn't. I didn't love it. It was very medium for me personally. Um, I did. I took my five-year-old son, so it's always for me. It's always a different thing when I take my son because he he really gets into this stuff. But um, and a lot of the time, he just kept saying like what the heck like when the the um spoilers when the the blue beetle bug machine when it starts farting to like um uh you know um oh, uh, yeah he he was like what the heck it's farting and i was like yeah that's pretty gross um i did i did like some of the family stuff like i thought it was it was kind of touching and stuff um and i'm sorry if you can hear my children right now they are it's fine kids are kids uh, okay um and then i but you're right i'm gonna jump i'm gonna piggyback on some of the stuff that you guys said first off the messaging even though subtle was very much like i was like all right i've had enough of this nonsense already like um you know i did like and somebody commented in the the comment section but i thought the same thing when when they're all he's like oh i want some some they, they don't have food like they do here and then they take him to a tex-mex restaurant i'm like oh get the fuck out of here i can get this anywhere and so and then um uh, Susan Sarandon, what a bad actress in this movie. Jesus Christ. Every time she was on really? scene, yeah, oh, it was terrible. She was all like, she was like, she was like, Carapax, get them. And I was doing better acting right now than she did in the entire fucking movie. Cause she's like, no, don't take my stuff. And I was like, oh, what is going on here? And then um 
it was just really medium. But I tell you right now, it's it's a lot a better. And I I don't, I don't know if you said something vexed just now, but um, it's a lot better than some stuff that Marvel has put out like in the last like couple of movies. Um, but again, yeah, you guys were right. It's very it's very bland, very medium, but it's not terrible. I don't think it's terrible. Um, uh, and I do like Smilex Oscar winning <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Not for this movie, I'll tell you right yeah, now. So, yeah, the, she was terrible in this movie. Um, but yeah, it was it was it, it it was very Spy Kids for a lot of the movie, and then it, it almost reached that, yeah. Power Rangers territory, in my opinion. Like when he pulls out that big sword and starts fighting um, Carapax at the end, I was all like. I just I could hear the go go power rangers <laughs> like while he was doing that I was just like this is ridiculous so um yeah yeah it was very medium medium at best medium Lord uh what else is there to say um well I had on, sure a few more positive things to say about this film than I thought I would have coming out of it um I think wow. some of the acting was actually quite strong uh, as has been mentioned, I think some of the family dynamic is actually quite pleasant. It can be quite touching, can even be heartwarming uh, in for small periods. It's kind of uh, difficult to praise it too much, though, because it's only there because the film is really yeah. trading so heavily on its Latino identity. And what does all Hollywood know about Latinos? It's that they really love their families. So, of course, you have to have um, the uh, larger-than-life, overbearing grandmother and mother, and everyone has to be in those scenes all the goddamn time. But some of it's quite touching and, and quite well done. Um I didn't find myself hating it particularly at any point. I think there are some hate-worthy moments in it. Um, not least some of its less pleasant racial politics stuff, which which sort of seeps in more and more as the film goes on and ends up being kind of unpleasant, um, certainly towards the very end. Um, I don't think actually it was a particularly girl-bossy type film. He wasn't, in fact, a damsel in distress, despite what's been said. He wasn't rescued by any of the women who went to save him. The problem is not that he was rescued by girls. The problem is that he was rescued by his suit. And throughout the film, the relationship with the suit is a tricky one because he's not actually in control for much of the film. The suit has an automated system. The suit has a personality. The suit has a consciousness that he has to commune with. Um, and for the first half of the film, it's in charge. So whenever he's in a fight scene, it's not him fighting. It's the suit, and the suit's awesome, so there's no stakes involved. Then, for some reason, toward the end, it decides that he's in charge, and then, of course, well, now he can lose. Um, but he has to get rescued because he has this scene which is ripped straight from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 when he communes with his recently deceased father, uh, much as um, Rocket communes with the recently deceased Otter. And he, mm -hmm. the um, and the father tells him that no, this is what you need to do, and all the rest of that. So now you need to go and bond with your suit properly, and then they fuse and become one. Um, so then it's unclear after that point who's in charge. Is he fighting or is the suit fighting for him? The main villain is not really Susan Sarandon's character. She, well, she kind of is. She's the big bad, but the proximate villain is this carapace guy, um, who they are trying to turn into like a a a mass-produced version of the Scarab, I guess. And the whole plot is they need to download the code from the Scarab to give it to him to turn him into effectively bad Beetle. Um, but then when it, it comes to... When it, it comes to kill him, because I think two or three times over the course of the film, um, our protagonist, whose name I can never fucking remember, has had the opportunity to end this big bad guy and has not done so. Then he thinks that big bad guy, bad Beetle, has killed his uncle. So he goes to kill him. The suit stops him from killing him. 
for the third time, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, no, because I need to show you what his backstory is, right? And then we get this flashback sequence where we discover that the big bad, bad beetle, is a child soldier. He was manipulated by Susan Sarandon. It's effectively an evil whitey colonizer narrative. So he's not really evil. All of the really <clears throat> terrible things he's done are not his fault. They are effectively the fault of evil whitey colonizers in South America. So that's why he is nice. not to be blamed for his actions. What's the first thing he does, though, once he's saved? Well, he picks up Susan Sarandon's character, who, by virtue of being a white woman, does not get off that easily, even though she also has a traumatic past, and he kills her instead. So it's basically, if you're foreign, then you have a victimhood narrative, and you are allowed to live and be moral, even if you're villainous. Whereas if you're a white woman, that doesn't apply. And that sort of comes at the sort of the end of a, a long culmination of that type of racial politics that really builds up toward the end. It's effectively like El Wakando forever by the end. And it's really kind of distressing and disappointing. But I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. So there is that to be said for me. You need to do a video. Um, <laughs> Price of Reason. Were there any good points? Any good, any good things about this movie? I, I like the main actor, and I think that the guy that plays his father was a decent actor, and the yeah. idea of having some family, if they would have focused maybe on a relationship with his father who's sick, maybe he comes back from uh, college, and his father is sick and can't make the, the payments for the house, and he, he feels he needs to step up and become the man of the house, and he's trying to make money. I think that that would have been a more interesting and personal story. Uh, I understand that part of the Latino... Uh, flavor they wanted to add was that he has 50 family members in every scene but I don't think that that helps the movie I feel like it could have been okay for a scene or two showing that when he arrived that there was some family there but I really didn't need to see these people every second Mm -hmm. and uh, just to address something that uh, Little Platoon said about the him being damsel in distress I recall that they're, you know, I'm trying to block this movie out, but I recall that they fly in that <laughs> beetle. To, Susan Sarandon has him tied up, and then they, uh, George Lopez flies a beetle, I think, with the mm-hmm. grandmother, the mother, the sister, and the would-be girlfriend, and they're all going to go there, and they're, they want to battle these kind of commando soldiers. So the grandmother picks up, like, this huge weapon, <laughs> and she wipes out an entire unit of commando soldiers yeah. herself. The and then she yeah. says, uh, take that, you imperialists. Yeah, so, she used to be. A, she was a, a rebel somewhere in the distant past of uh, Cambodia or somewhere. That's fine. Then my, my point there is that they didn't actually rescue him. So that's the point. They've gone there to rescue him because he is strung up, but they don't actually save him. That's him communing with his father and then with the suit. So he, the suit breaks him out, and in the right. end, he has to rescue his sister. So it's not quite like the women storm in and, and save the day. That's what they wanted to do, but they didn't, in fact, do it. Oh, yes, they they didn't go girl. all the way. Facts. Sorry, sorry. Uh, the suit is a girl, though. It is a girl. And rescues yeah. him. Uh, well. <laughs> sorry, go If on. you want to stretch the definition of girl, yes, the scarab suit <laughs> is a woman. <laughs> um, can I say some comic booky stuff real quick? You're going to. So I'm going to, yes. You're right. <laughs> One thing that I was kind of disappointed is, first off, the Omex suits that are what Carapax is in the comic books are so freaking cool, and I really felt like they didn't bring it to the screen as, as, as cool as it could be because in the comic books, 
people don't know they're Omex. They're injected with this thing. So it's like they're like, they're almost like the scroll we're supposed to be in Secret Invasion where they're like hidden and then all of a sudden they're activated and they, they come out of their like shells and turn into these robot soldiers, which I was like, that would have been cool if they'd done that. But of course they didn't because, you know, they don't, DC doesn't know how to do cool shit. And then also Blue Beetle. Now, I didn't know anything about Blue Beetle really except for what I had learned from Young Justice. Um, season two did a really good job with it. And then I went and bought a bunch of comic books to to try to get into the character and everything. And um, the comic books weren't as cool as Young Justice Season 2. And this movie was not as cool as Young Justice Season 2 either. Um, but, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about the comic book stuff. I just uh, – it was a lot of missed opportunities in terms of this mm-hmm. character. Um and Susan Sarandon was just fucking terrible. I'm sorry. I'm oh, going to yeah. keep harping on this. She was really, really bad. Was she doing it for the paycheck? Obviously? She was oh, doing yeah. it for Absolutely. the paycheck, for sure. She oh, okay. was terrible. I hated her so much on screen. Um, question then. I, I've not seen this. I was I was going to, but I think Vex talked me out of it. Thank God. Um, <laughs> uh, risk of spoilers, everybody. Uh, I will say good evening, chat. I forgot. Um Vex. Risk of spoilers after all this time. The latest spoiler fact, warning ever. In fact, folks, it's not spoilers, it's doing you a favor. <laughs> uh, was there a post credit scene? Yes. 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 It was like, um, so there's a whole little layer that they find at um, the Jennifer, the love interest, her old estate, because they just kind of throw in there that her dad used to be the blue beetle. And it's a bit of a weird, like continuity thing. Cause okay. He was the blue beetle, but you guys found the blue beetle in this giant stone at the beginning of the movie. So mm-hmm. how did that work out? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I guess they had done something or turned something on in that layer and it plays a message over that's meant for Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I don't really know what that means comic book wise, like what that's I, I think to. I can help. Uh, basically there were three versions of blue beetle. The mm-hmm. second one that they did in the comics is Ted cord, which mm-hmm. is Jenny's father. Yes. And then the third one in the comics is Jaime Reyes, which is what, uh, Sholom Redwanya is, uh, in the movie. Wow. So, so basically they're sort of winking and honoring i guess the second version also the second version it was jenny's father and at the end in kind of a post-credit scene it seems like he's still alive that's what it's implying that if this were to ever get a sequel which it probably won't uh perhaps we'll see the other blue beetle the older one Mm, okay all right it doesn't help the movie in any way though i mean this is just this is just knowledge if you happen to know a little bit about the comics maybe it's helpful but it it doesn't change it doesn't change what i think about the movie does this feel like it was part of the uh previous universe you know the expanded universe not really no no No. but then even they aren't even sure exactly where it sits you think james gunn has said about four different things about this film and the director said about four different things about this film and it basically boils down to if it performs well it's part of the new universe, and if it doesn't, it's not. Um, so uh, they probably will have differing opinions on that, because I know the director said that he would like to do a trilogy out of these. I don't Ooh, think the financial returns is going to support that. Um, but then again, it, it's not got any kind of real continuity links with the rest. There's mention of Superman, and there's mention of The Flash. Right, but that's okay. it. And that could be any version of those characters as well. Um, so hard to say where that one exactly sits. But... Mm-hmm. 
They yeah. they try to tie it in that there is a larger universe as well. Like mm-hmm. um, right. Jamie is wearing a Gotham State sweater in mm-hmm. in one of the scenes. Uh, you see a LexCorp sign on a tower right next to where Cord Industries is as well. Um, and yeah, they mentioned oh this is why Superman works alone and all that stuff. Apparently, um, I don't know guns gun shot this down, but who knows because this guy is just playing free ball at this point. Uh, that there was apparently a bat flick like voice cameo in there mm. uh, that was taken out before release. I don't know how accurate that is, but yeah, yeah. And they um, did they did have the other scarabs in the very beginning of the movie. Yes, there's um, like six or seven scarabs, and they're all different colors. I think we see one kind of destroy a planet, but then the other ones just kind of like drift off so that they focus just on the blue one. Yeah, so they clearly are... want to expand this out by showing mm-hmm. us that there's more than just a blue one. Yeah, the uh, green one lands on Mars. Oh, yeah, folks. yeah. Princess so. Fiona, not even bothering to go to India to see it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just wait till it's on Max for free. Well, it's just even just like as a turn your brain off kind of film. It's not even enjoyable in that sense oh, because dear. you just pick up on how much. How much they're trying to inject culture into it at the sacrifice of everything else. Oh, which, yes, yeah, and which they didn't even need to do that. I, I felt like because I mean, like I said before, I had read the I went and bought a bunch of comic books and I thought they did a good job in the comic books, uh, you know, portraying that he was Hispanic and came from a Hispanic family without shoving it down your throat. I mean, did mm-hmm. he go he like he would go home and have dinner like every Sunday with his family and you got to meet his family there and then mm-hmm. they would pop up every now and then. And I thought that was really nice. And this movie, it was just like, you know, hey, he's got a family. And it's like, yeah, we know he's got a family. They're there every five seconds. Trust us. You yeah. know, we know he's they're cheering him on to go to a job interview. What kind of shit is that? That's some crazy yeah. shit. Was the difficulty is with this one <laughs> as well. The difficulty with this is that if you take out the family stuff, if you take out the cultural stuff, if you take out the fact that they're Mexican, this is the most generic superhero film of all the superhero films. That there is okay. nothing else to it which actually marks it out mm-hmm. as a thing. So that's yeah. the only thing that makes it in any way notable. The, the problem is that I think that that's what they thought as well which is why all the pre-publicity interviews and all the reviews that came out before launch when, once the embargo was lifted all stressed that this was unapologetically Latino, it was diverse to the point of diversity max and all the rest of that crap. Yeah. And then like, your, your question at the time would have been, well, okay, but what's it about? And then after the film, you realize that's why they didn't talk about what it was about because yeah. it's not really about anything. It's, it's just generic superhero thing. But this time it's got like spices. And so it's different apparently. <clears throat> Right. Um, and then like I don't cu- know. Cumin or chili. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you ha- you need those things. Paprika. Um, I don't cook, so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I, w- also... I will just Go say, ahead. if I may, um, Franco's posted uh, Price of Reasons channel. Yeah, I subscribe, you guys. As well. Yes. Oh, thank um, you. May yes. I just ask this before you proceed, Mads? Was yeah, this still yeah. in? Batman is a fascist. Was that still it in? It was, yes. Oh, it was, God. yes. Yeah, but Ugh. I actually thought, having come away from that scene, that actually made perfect sense because it's put it in did. the mouth of a, of a character, the, the crazy uncle character, who is a known kind of anarchist conspiracy nut, mm-hmm. so it's supposed to sound a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and it's yeah, not the film actually telling you that the film thinks Batman is a fascist. Um, so actually that line just I don't think it needed to be there it didn't get a laugh but it wasn't as offensive as I think in isolation it seemed the uncle's character has many other problems besides that 
like he's so insanely tech happy and he like he can immediately build like this electromagnetic right. system that knocks out mm-hmm. all the cctv cameras in a high-tech uh, office building he immediately knows how to hack into old blue beetles computer he or- automatically knows how to drive the beetle thing like he knows everything the plot needs him to know at any given moment for absolutely no given reason um so he's really just there to make the odd joke and then to make stuff happen um and it kind of plays against what the film wants you to believe as well right. because okay. there's a bit where the main character and his sister are sitting on their rooftop looking out from the favela at the big shining city and of course, even just with the visual, you know what point they're trying to stress there, which is that we are put down and live in the slums and there are all the rich people over there. But just in case the, the thickos in the audience missed that, they actually say it overtly as well. Like, Progress isn't for us, I think, is the line that they use in the film. Which, Two problems um, with that. In the first place, the uncle is way more skilled than anyone in the high-tech mm-hmm. world we're seeing. Like, there's no way he doesn't have a good job. And in the right. second place, when the main character is asked what he wants out of life, he says, oh, no, like, I'm going to get rich and I'm going to own a mansion and all the rest of that. So it's like, well, so you've just undermined the, the like, social bifurcation point you were trying to stress. You want to gentrify the neighborhood. You're complaining about being gentrified, you fool. What are you complaining about? Stop it. Um, the, the funny thing, too, about that conversation between Jamie and his sister on the rooftop is that, yeah, she's pointing to how all these white people have oppressed them. But in the scene prior, when they're like having dinner, when Jamie gets off the plane, the mom's like, oh, why aren't you applying to college? It's like, oh, like I don't I don't want to go into debt. So it's like there is an opportunity for you to break out of the same oppression that you're pointing fingers at. You're just choosing not to for reasons right so there's a lot of contradictions like that throughout the film like really subtly in the or not so subtly depends on who's watching but i just thought that was equally ridiculous yes okay um go matt i was just gonna say um speaking of the uncle a couple of things he didn't know how to do was get a haircut and dress (laughs) properly because he's got a mullet the whole movie and it drove me me mental mullets are gross anyways um also um the city real quick palmera city which is such a stupid name for a city is lit up like a freaking christmas tree there's too much neon Mm -hmm. it's tacky as shit i didn't like it at all um it was so much purple and blue was so much and then one thing i don't know if you guys mentioned it sorry i had to step away for a hot minute um but there was a scene with the sister who i could not stand the entire movie what an insufferable asshole but the <laughs> there was a scene where she they're cleaning um victoria cord's mansion and she's all like you're gonna be my lookout while i go take a a, a dump in her her pristine bathroom and, I, and then she comes out and she's all like but I, I think she said something like that was Lux or something like that. And I was like, this is so gross right now that you're talking about poop. I, I'm like, it's 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 just gross. And I personally don't care for talk like that because I, I have a weak constitution. And I'm like, Ugh, and everything. Well, it's um, just like Ugh. Amy Schumer humor, basically, <clears throat> because this is empowering to women when they can start to act like a quote unquote mm, man. Yeah, right. It's that. toilet humor. That's all it was. But she looked like Happy Hogan to me. Um, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Rocky build the square <laughs> face. It was kind of like a cringy Happy Hogan. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of that toilet scene, there, can, can we just take a word to appreciate how staggeringly predictable absolutely every single plot point in the film is? So, mm. you know, for example, that when Hero Guy 
happens to accidentally end up in the same room as pretty niece of supervillain, mm. they're going to get together. That's just oh going to happen. God. You know that right. when she goes to steal the scarab, she's going to have somehow give it to him and then it's going to infect him. That, of course, happens. You know that when they're sitting down having their emotional heart-to-heart about her dead parents and they're going to about to kiss, but then the uncle will jump in and surprise them. That happens. Like Every single thing that you think, oh yeah, that's the obvious choice, is the choice that they make. So you actually don't really need to watch that much of the film because all you need to do is to see like the first three scenes and the rest of it just plays naturally out in your head before you even see it, which is quite impressive. I mean, even then, like the first two thirds of the movie are just spoiled by the trailers because you can it's so easy to put the plot together just from the trailers. And then you watch the movie, you're like, I aside from maybe that last fight scene between um I'm just calling him Doom Guy because he looked like Doom Guy. But Doom Guy <laughs> and Jamie, like there's really and even that's predictable, but there's nothing you saw it all in the trailers. It's a waste of time. Um is it a good thing then that this movie only cost one hundred million to make? Mm-hmm. I mean very much yes. depends how much it makes it back, doesn't it? Thirty million. Well, oh, it was right. it was originally this movie originally was supposed to go on to, to HBO Max, but then they bumped right. it up to the cinemas and me I just go I would have just put it back on Max because I'm like, this was not, in my opinion, theater-worthy material. Couldn't they have made a really good TV series for the same amount of money? Probably. They could have done, but there's not enough content in this to spin it out, even for the length it is. So I don't, like, spinning it out into a TV series would be just the the kiss of death, really. perhaps another character. Mm. I think there are one or two things that are worth praising, like (laughs) Dresselbackel, yeah. Mm -hmm. One or two things that really are worth praising about it, though, and it's the lowest of all bars to clear, but there's no multiverse, um, and it makes, therefore, much more sense. So, like, uh, as long as we, like, if that's how low the bar is, it cleared that Mm -hmm. one. The plot doesn't have multiversal nonsense in it, so hooray. It wasn't the most girl-bossy thing in the world, also hooray. Some of the acting wasn't shit, also hooray. Mm -hmm. Um... That's pretty much Just it, really. Not needed, was it? Uh, Ego, uninspired reviewer. Hello, my friend. Not a cinema worthy film. Should have given us Peacemaker season two. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I agree with that, too. I love um, I will give it another positive, um, and I made this positive in my review as well. I did enjoy some of the Tacoma jokes, just because oh, I man. also drive a Tacoma that I baby <laughs> the shit out of. So <laughs> for, for that reason, I give that a slight positive. I, it got kind of tired okay. when they kept defaulting back to that joke. But there were two instances where I did like laugh out loud because I was like, oh, I, I would kind of pull that shit. And didn't he call it his little taco? And I was like, oh, get out of here with to your be, nonsense. To be fair, that's pretty common to call it Tacoma Is it? A, ta- a taco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't own a Tacoma. They Did you have a commercial for a Tacoma before the movie? Because that's what I, I had one of those. It was a Blue oh. Beetle in a oh. commercial. No, I didn't, but I'm really oh. glad that, Taco- <laughs> that Toyota was part of like the marketing for this because I noticed that they have the Toyota logos at the premiere and stuff. Because uh, right on, just like um, Top Gear had done before, like all you need to see is a Toyota getting the oh, shit yeah. kicked out of it yeah, to that, sell yeah. a car. <laughs> so, um, eager folks, R2, we're going to see a huge streaming collapse in the next couple of years. Nearly all of these services are losing money, especially on their new content. What do you think to that, Lord? I know you're very big on streaming. Um, it's true. I think maybe the next couple of years is possibly uh, too hasty, given that the, the amount of money that the companies behind the streaming services have to throw at them. 
and the amount of reputational uh, risk they, they've incurred by running them and the amount of face they will lose by losing them. Um, I, I think it'll be a little bit longer. It'll be a, probably a slower contraction, but a very definite contraction. It, it has given us quite a fun game, though, to play, which is it used to be just, well, how much do you think this will make at the box office on the second weekend? You can now start playing games with films, which is basically how long do you reckon it'll take before <laughs> this one's on streaming? Because they, they, the worse they are, the quicker they end up there. So I, my, my guess with Blue Beetle is maybe a month and it's going to be on some oh, streaming oh, server somewhere. Um, oh, but, yeah. Okay, I, I may think I... The... Sorry. No, go on, Price. I was going to say that I think a lot of these streaming services over the next few years may consolidate, meaning mm -hmm. they'll start merging with each other. There's just too many of them. Uh, that That's what I think, but I, I don't know for sure. Uh, no, I definitely see it going that way. The fact that we already have like bundles happening, it, it's it's bound to be the way it's going. It's just it's what TV did, and now streaming services are inevitably going to do it as well. Also, yeah. you'll also see them start franchising out content they'd otherwise host locally. So Disney will start selling some of the things it would otherwise have put on Disney mm -hmm. Plus because it will make they've more money. They have done it already, and they're going to do it more. And they're also changing massively the way the subscription model itself works. So I know Disney, for example, uh, as part of the the buying of Hulu wants people to move to either higher subscription tiers or to smaller subscription tiers with adverts because it turns out the only thing on Disney Plus that currently makes ads is actual sorry actually makes money is adverts so when they're allowed to run third party advertisements actually they can turn a profit on that so what they want to do is make people pay a like a fixed amount of money over a fixed period of time on a service that also runs ads in effect what they want to do is to make cable TV again Right. So um, right. this whole adventure has been a crushing waste of time. <laughs> right. Is uh, final question? Is this the worst DC movie, folks? Oh, no, 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 no. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's bad but it's not Zack snyder bad thankfully so see i don't i don't i didn't think it was like this movie is not to me it's not i, I know that uh price and vex i know you guys hated it i didn't hate it it was just not like i said before it was very mediocre at best for me so i don't think it's the worst well like May the, the I... old... oh sorry go ahead no you're the guest oh i was gonna say the only reason i genuinely like if it weren't for all of the representation stuff i'd be like okay that was yeah, that wasn't a great film. It was predictable, but, you know, it's not the worst one that I've seen come out of DC. But it's just okay. because there's a lot of things that they could have done right and that you see an inkling of them trying to do right mm -hmm. that they just completely obliterate for the representation. For so representation for that reason, that's why I don't like it at all. I think <sighs> it's a garbage movie. Oh, dear. Uh, may I do some super chats, please? Yes, yes please do. Sure. No. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's move on then, folks. Garth Knight for $10. Will Catty make a cameo on the 12-hour Attack of the Clones? Spectacular. Also, will there be giveaways? I could use a Ruin Johnson backslash, not Brian Young, autographed copy of The Last Jedi. Well, you can have mine if you want, mate. I'm not going to lie for a hot minute. I thought the AOTC was American Opportunity Tax Credit. And I was like, I don't know what, what that's going <laughs> you guys are going to do. Um, what? Um, uh, so you maybe. just watched the film about Mexicans and you already talked about <laughs> tax <laughs> I don't know if I'll, I'll make a um, Attack of the Clones uh, cameo, but uh, maybe. We'll see. I, let me. Um, I'll talk to Brown. We'll see. Yeah, that's coming up soon. I don't know when we're going to do it, but I think it's going to be scheduling on that one. Um, here you go. Princess Fiona for $2. 
It's my goddamn planet. Understand. Can I say this? You, yes, well, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Monkey boy. I think it's a quote, but I don't know where it's from. Yeah, I don't know what it's from either. Is that, a, is that maybe a Avengers? Planet Did of the Thanos Apes? say that? Well, now we have to look. Yes. Very good, Fiona. Yes, it is. Planet of the Apes. Mm. Get your stinking paws off me. Uh, Garth Knights for $5. I wonder if the Malibu Estates KK is selling is where her and Ruin spent many a night with Ruin seducing her with his portrayal of women via pen. The pen. I think it's meant to be keen. <laughs> that as well. The penis is mightier than the sword, or is it the pen? Is Anyway, moving on. But in Ryan Johnson's case, <laughs> the pen is bigger than the peen. So. Yes. Oh, look at that. Garth Knight again for $5. <laughs> Cheers, Garth. Thank you so much, my friend. Catty, I know you've laid down with Asian gals. I have. You lucky bastard. Three, three to be exact. <laughs> you lucky bastard. At the same I'm... time or? I wish at the same time, but no, no. All separately. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seduced a Latina via dinner and a movie? I have. Her name was Melanie, and that is a story within itself because she was she was very like nice but very weird. Uh, that's a story in itself. Says you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are a proper dark horse, aren't you? I guess so. Uh... Right. Okay. Shall we move on from? We took far too long on that, but anyway, shall we move on? Yeah, let's do it. It's kind of a sidestep, sure. as you know. Okay. Blue Beetle earns the lowest Thursday previews of the year for a DC movie domestically. Lower than Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and The Flash. I mean, was it... It's, it's not like that's like hard to do. Right, I mean, the, the bar I mean, is already so low. So <laughs> Um, I mean, they couldn't market this. So what did you, at least, you know, Flash and Shazam, they had their actors doing their thing. But I'm sure maybe it would have done marginally better if Jolo, Cho, Cho, whatever his name is, was out there doing Yolo. the rounds. Yolo. Yeah, sure, Yolo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think so, too. They, they, because of the strike, they can't... Um... They can't. They couldn't do interviews and stuff, so he couldn't. He couldn't go out there and and uh, talk about his movie. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how much he would have helped because I mean, everybody I know, nobody. First off, everybody I talked to, nobody knew this movie was coming out, and they're like, oh, that's coming out, and I'm like, yeah, and they're like, what's that about? And I was like, oh, it doesn't even matter. And no. I, I I don't even think people I'm care good. about this character because I'm sorry, most people don't know who this character is, and and unless no offense to anybody else, but unless you're like me and you're like a big comic book nerd, um, nobody's gonna go out and buy these comic books to to bone up on this character. So nobody cares. You're nobody good cares. at boning up. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I mean that's what they said about Iron Man, but they promoted it. They did a yeah, good but job. You, yes, they did. They did. That one had a good screenplay, though. The first yeah. Iron Man, actually, that screenplay was good. You had it's Robert Downey Jr., yeah. exceptional it's the quality actor. Quality of the product. Yeah. I was trying to give it some bonus points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that of those three films on the screen, there, it's probably the best. I don't remember much of Shazam Two, but it's definitely better than the Flash. Didn't see oh, it. really? See, oh, okay. Well, I it disagree. It is the best but... of the three in my opinion. Was Flash really that bad? 
It was. Yes. No, I loved the Flash. It was. It was good. I liked it. In the bin. I think both were bad. Must be just you and me and Kathy liked it. Agree to disagree. Must be just me and you liked it. Yeah, probably. Um, I, we tried I, a large I, pack of two. <laughs> if, um, if Jolo, if this kid could have been able to go and do, <laughs> do the rounds, like I actually think he's really charming and charismatic. He and all yeah, he is. He's great and karate kid. Uh, sorry, right. uh, Cobra so Kai. If, if people had a chance to see, like, if it weren't for the strike and people could actually see how charming he is, I think that would have actually helped this movie a lot. I'm not. Like, yeah. I, I like him. I do. I think his casting like was pretty he's good. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I had no problem there. Yeah, I, I saw him in some interviews before they, like, years before this movie came out because he had gotten cast. I saw him on um, Trevor Noah's show. I don't remember what that's called, but um, um, the Daily Show. Yeah, there you go. It, he's not on anymore. But uh, he was on that show with him, and I thought he was charming also. He was very fun. He okay. talked about being on Cobra Kai, and then he talked about being in Blue Beetle, which hadn't been they hadn't started filming yet. But I thought he was charming also. So he seems like a good kid. Yeah. And he did a good job in this movie. I don't want to diss him because I did mm. like him in this movie. He's so. the only thing I liked in the movie. If you ask me what I liked about the movie. Okay, two things. I liked him, and another thing I liked was that the – the love interest at least she seemed she didn't look bad i mean yeah. i know that sounds weird today but in hollywood today having a love interest that yeah, actually okay, looks yeah, decent yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is really something yeah i mean she was pretty she wasn't she wasn't like body positive or anything you know she yeah. looked like a woman on top yes. of that <laughs> uh vex question what is a woman uh, a woman is someone that has xx chromosomes Yes. And a vagina, naturally occurring vagina. A bonus hole. Yes. No. That's what they call them nowadays. That's what they call them nowadays. Okay. A bonus uh, hole. That's, uh, <laughs> that's so dangerous. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Okay. Um, shall we move on then, folks? It's probably a sidestep. I can't remember. Let's do I'm it. Old. Let's do it. I'm old. Okay, uh, blue oh, beetle. Just a it's the same damn picture. <laughs> Different um, text. Do you have? Do you have what it made mind. domestic? It's like twenty, just over twenty-five million domestic. Oh, so to under thirty. That's bad. That's okay. Bad. So forty-three point. I mean, forty-three worldwide, worldwide is not good. Either. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, at least that's better than I think the projections were for it. Mm -hmm. Was it? Ago, I thought projections. So. Mm -hmm. I thought projections were. Well, I mean, I thought projections for domestic was thirty twenty-seven to thirty. I can't remember off the top of my head. I could be I'm, wrong. I'm gonna stick my neck out here. Do it. I think it might do okay internationally because of uh, the the regard we have for the Cobra Kai guy oh right on because it, it looks like he's genuinely pleased just to be there do you know what i mean so right i mean the only yeah. problem i see with an international box office is again there's a lot of like latin jokes and whatnot that an international audience wouldn't understand mm, that's a good point right. yeah, yeah, yeah and like the the cgi and stuff like there's no spectacle to at least justify seeing it on a big screen like avatar right avatars is okay. the whole big thing about it is that it looks beautiful right but mm -hmm. in this the cg is just really amateur and you've seen it done better um mm -hmm. so there's there's really no like there's no genuinely good reason to pay for a ticket to go see this there's nothing that justifies right, okay. a theater visit 
<sighs> Stream killer then, yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll move on. No, we won't. Well, this one, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pleased that it did better than Barbie because Barbie. I will say it's terrible. a slow news week, folks. I do apologize. It August is, traditionally slow. Sorry, it Kathy. is. Yeah. No, no. I, I agree with you. August is usually slow in terms of entertainment news, and then with the strike going on, it doesn't make things better. So, mm-hmm. um, I totally understand. And plus, I understand you pulling this up. Um, I'm glad that it beat Barbie because Barbie. Um, Barbie people that love Barbie are so freaking annoying uh, and obnoxious. Vex loves Barbie, yes. Yeah, well, Vex mean you got to talk later. But um, this... Um... <laughs> well, make me say the same, say the keyword, Brown. Come on. No, no, please don't. No, no, no. But Blue Beetle is a better movie, Sorry, in Frank, my Frank. opinion, because I hated Barbie. It, it, Barbie yeah, fucking sucks. So I'm going to agree with you there as well. I think they both are shit, but Barbie actually like broke me. Like Barbie oh, just yeah. enrages oh. me thinking about it. So <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I, I get yes. angry when... Uh, uh, Price, did you see Barbie? Of course, I saw Barbie and and Blue Beetle, but and really, I have to admit that I like Blue Beetle better than Barbie. It's really I didn't like Blue Beetle, but I guess I liked Barbie less than what I didn't like Blue Beetle. <laughs> exactly, which is uh, that doesn't say much for either film. <laughs> how you think about it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right on. I think there's more talent on display in Barbie. Barbie is like there's more talent in filmography and in technique Agreed. and craft. And Agreed, yes. All the rest of that. Yes. I mean, it undermines itself for its various hypocritical messaging points. But in terms of the way it's constructed and put together, it's it's a much better film. But I would probably agree. I think I found Blue Beetle less overtly irritating. But then I'm not a woman, so you know. What is a woman? Well, who knows? Maybe I am. Does anybody, does anybody know what a woman is? Anybody? Sometimes I do wonder. <laughs> okay, so shall we try and move on? Let's yeah, hope. We've, we've, kind of, we've, we've, kind of, we've kind of put the blue beetle. You know what? Let's to, not do uh, it. Let's not move on. Let's just continue. Should we go back then? Okay. Yeah, let's do so, blue beetle uh, somewhere. <laughs> blue beetle opens. <laughs> Okay. On that, like, I mean, they, so it's finally moved Barbie off. But I mean, how long has Barbie been out for now? I think Almost this was a month. Week, a month. Yeah, I thought this was week four. So Barbie's in week four, and Blue Beetle's first opening weekend is what three million dollars above. So that's yeah. that's pretty oh, dramatic Bar- difference. Barbie's just going to keep going and going, though, isn't it? I think we're seeing actually Oppenheimer is on the up and up instead. It is doing uh, very very week. well. Yeah. Uh, super chat, if I may, folks. Ego. Oh my goodness. Garth Knight. Garth Knight. I don't know. All right. For five ninety nine. All right, Caddy. You've dwarfed my intimate exploits. You can put me six feet under if you've enchanted an East Indian woman into your sheets. <laughs> Garth, I have not. I, oh. That's that's. Oh, I know. I'm I'm sorry. I have not. But. If I was single, I would try my hardest, but uh, I, I have not. Uh, Sorry, Katty. Question for Katty then. Back in the day, were you a player? I mean, I tried my hardest. I have. Sto- I mean, my body count is not as. It does not go past. <laughs> it does not go past ten. But you know, I mean, but it's I was the quality. Is what yeah, I was a charm. Listen, Good I man. I'm not a very masculine man. I know. I know it's hard to to imagine me not masculine. Yes. But um, I, yes. I I I had to charm charm bitches with my personality. So I did. You know, I <laughs> people find me funny. So you know, I'm just like it's I'm funny. Like, it's yeah, humor. So you know, I'll I'll, t- I'll t- I talk them up and then be like, hey, I got something to show you. It's my dick. And so yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me just write that down. Bear with me. What do I have to say? Okay. Right. Okay. Barbie's just, as I said, Barbie's just going to keep going and going for ages, isn't it? Like a no, woman. I I, it's definitely going to start tapering off and right about I think now so too, is yeah. a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, next slide then, yeah. Okay, so Barbie has earned, this is domestic for the States, uh, 537.5 million. Wow. Making it Warner Brothers' biggest film ever, dethroning The Dark Knight. What do you think of that? I thought is that, that adjusted really for inflation? Probably not. Because it's convenient for them not to, I would imagine. I also I want to weigh in on this. The thing is, is that Dark Knight was really a good movie, whereas Barbie, in my opinion, it's a lot of marketing. It's the brand name. It's the fact that they never made a movie like that, and so many women collected those dolls when they grew up, and it's an internationally recognized brand that for the first time somebody did something. So yeah. all of that created sort of, sort of this pop culture moment where all these especially women went to go see it and then went to go see it again but i don't know that this is something sustainable uh i i i really hope that hollywood doesn't learn the wrong lesson from this because in my opinion it's more of an anomaly and not really they will. the they will they will uh, sorry I cut you off. here you go melvin deeply and that is why the film industry is spooked yep I mean, it makes Barbie more analogous to Super Mario than almost any other kind of film. I think that there are a number of similarities in the reason for their success. Neither film was particularly, if at all, heavy on anything you might call story or even character or any of the things that you normally look for in a film. Mario was less offensive because Mario played it much safer than Barbie did in terms of messaging. But nevertheless, the fact is these are both, as Bryce Reason said, both very, 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 very well-established, almost uniquely well-established brands. Uh, everyone has heard of them. Almost everyone has played with one or the other or both of them. You can't replicate that very easily. And also, unless you're going to actually start adding story to it or actually turn these people into characters on the screen that people can invest in, there's going to be probably diminishing returns the next time you do it and then the next time again. Um, that's not going to stop Mattel from saying, hey, how about we say you know, Polly Pocket can tell us about um, a citizen for fair admission v. Harvard, for example. That would be fun. <laughs> So that, I'm sure, is something we will see, but I don't think it will do anything like as well. Um, I had a question I, and then it's gone. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that it beat The Dark Knight, I'm not going to lie, because yes. I love that movie and I hate Barbie. So, And again, Barbie fans are so obnoxious. It's like ridiculous. Oh. But, um, I hope it doesn't beat Mario because Mario fans are crazy and they will fucking come after these people and, and Barbie. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, but at the same time, I want it to just so I can see what happens because uh, uh, Twitter is going to be fun. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, 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 Vex. Yes. Oh, yes. I had a question. Do we know um, how much Warner Brothers spent on marketing for Barbie yet? Is that number out? I don't know, but they did a pretty fucking good job. Because I was going to say, if it weren't for the insane amount of marketing that they did for this, I don't think this movie would have performed nearly yeah. as well. Um, there was Barbie makeup, Barbie clotheslines. There were dedicated brands that had Barbie shoe lines. Um, there were whole new dolls that came out. Like it it went even I, Forza Horizon on Xbox had Barbie cars that you could download um, to race oh. in game. 
So, I mean, I want to know how much they spent on marketing because that is right there is really unsustainable. Yeah, I think I've heard rumors it was around $150 million. It has to be. I believe that. that. Uh, the marketing department are the real stars of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. but then of course it's not just Warner because Mattel has a significant stake in this as well. So yeah. like a lot of this is yeah, going to be free yeah. marketing and there's an immense amount of sort of free mimetic marketing just by virtue of the Barbenheimer thing nice. taking off. They didn't have to pay for very much of that. That just took off on its own. They, they were happy with it, but it was less expensive than otherwise it would have been. Cat, uh, are you available for Super Chat, mate? I'm always available for a soup chat. Okay, so from Matt I, or is that Matt one for one ninety nine sheep? <laughs> um, hey Matt Cat, can you can we get a D pick reveal? You know what, Matt? First off, you're a little cutie patootie. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Look at that cute face. Um, no, nobody wants to see that nasty. Nobody wants, as my mother would say, that's nasty. Listen. That's nasty, <laughs> filthy, dirty. Nobody wants to see that nonsense. So, uh, no, you may not. You may not. It's going to be like Platoon. It's going to cost thousands of dollars. <laughs> so, there you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Put um, that in your pipe and smoke it. Do you want to move on from this? Yeah. Are yeah. we actually going to? Yes. Pass. <laughs> okay. Um TSG has filed a law, a uh, different style. Of TSG has filed a lawsuit against Desne because the studio uses nearly every trick in the Hollywood accounting book to hoard hundreds of millions in profits. TSG has been a financier for various movies, mm. including Avatar, Banshees of Irishiran. Who'd have thought Disney up to no good? Uh, I would have thought they um sarcastic, Maddie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I've been drinking. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Uh, this doesn't surprise me. There, they, they, I um. There's a story about the woman that plays um the nun in those nun mm-hmm. in the, those movies and she's suing yes. because they've been hiding profits for merchandising so it doesn't this doesn't surprise me at all and i hope they get every penny out of these assholes they deserve what they get and um yeah and these people are putting up their money to 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 sponsor their to to fund these movies so they should get their they should get their investment back did the nun have merchandising? Really? Yeah. Yes, no, it did. You'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. They have action figures, dolls, Funko Pops, yeah. all that good stuff. I think the, the Catholic nun. Church already has all of those. Could you get the Pope Funko Pop? Sorry, Funko I'm, Maybe. Funko Pope. I Funko I'm, Pope. I'm looking it up right now. And if there That's is a thinking man's joke, everybody. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I was going to say, every Halloween, all of the costume stores are filled with the nun-like props and costumes as well, like the actual branded ones. Yeah, and so. she's – you can buy a, a Pope Funko Pop, by the way. Um, yeah, and, and she's suing because they used her likeness and, you know, because she doesn't need prosthetics and stuff. So, I mean, and, and for this, I just go, I really hope they get their money because uh, it people that uh, finance movies, they put a lot into it. and they're. I have a comments. theory here. Uh, it may be good or bad. First of all, um, this is very common in Hollywood and uh, with these studios that they uh, kind of move around the numbers and don't always pay. You, you see a lot of times some 
Sylvester Stallone. It turns out that for 20 years, somebody didn't pay him for some movie that he was owed something. You see this pop up from time to time. But what I think is, is that sometimes these type of lawsuits pop up when the chips are down, meaning Disney now isn't in a good situation. Their movies aren't making money. So whoever invested aren't getting money either. And maybe Disney now are paying even less. So all these people wake up and they're thinking, well, maybe now is the time to go after them. If, if let's say, they just released Avengers and Avengers Endgame and they paid a bunch of money to somebody or some investor, maybe he's not thinking about every single dollar or cent or maybe he's just generally happy. But once you just see loss after loss, suddenly people are asking questions. Ah, right, okay. That's what I think, at least. Hmm. Because hmm. let's face it, they've had some... I'd, I'd... Other than, uh, was it Guardians of the Galaxy? Has everything just bombed big time? Most of it. And I think that's a good theory as well, because lots of people will, and I think justifiably, focus on the Disney angle for this, because everybody likes to think, and not without cause, that Disney is always up to no good. But it's not just a, a Disney question. It can just be that these films are losing a lot of money and the financiers are getting antsy about it, and they are effectively trying to discover... And in a desperate bid to get a bit more money out of Disney, trying to find something that they may or may not be hiding under their sofa cushion. But even if they are hiding money in the sofa, it's not going to be very much, given that how much most of their films are losing these days. And even Guardians, which was a success, was a very qualified success. It wasn't a huge amount of money. 800 plus, wasn't it, that one? Mm. Yeah. Um, here you go, folks. R2. Uh, the TSG lawsuit is a dinner bell for other financiers to start their own investigations and bring their own suits. Mm -hmm. This will not end well for Disney, oh dear. It won't, but it's also, in, you know, these are the financiers, so Disney is not going to be going out of its way to upset them. Um, these are the last people you'd want to be hiding money from, in a sense, because they are the people who gave you the money to begin with. So it won't end well for Disney either way. Whether or not Disney's actually been doing what they've accused of been doing is something, is a different question, but, you know, it's not going to go well. Whichever mm -hmm. the outcome happens to be. Fex, anything to add? No, um, I just hope Disney gets its comeuppance. I mean, it, it, of all the studios, this is the one that makes sense because look at their budgets and look at everyone else's budgets for either similar quality or lower quality uh -huh. like productions. So uh, I'm interested to yeah. see what happens, but I, I do hope they get their comeuppance. Has Disney become a very dirty company? Yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. aside from yeah aside from those external um, reasons filthy dirty their own fault <laughs> right. yeah which i i think it's a shame because disney were a decent family company it was uh, easier to ignore the evil up until 10 years ago we'll say and um, then they Ego aftermath. Diz, sorry, Mickey's got his legs broke. <laughs> oh dear. I actually like. I just to think about it. I don't think I've heard anyone except for like those really, really, really hardcore adult Disney fans um, say anything positive about the Disney brand in the last mm -hmm. year or two. Now that I think about it, like even the the movies that like like say Guardians of the Galaxy three. I don't hear anyone kind of like jumping out to say, oh, it was awesome. Like, you should go see it. They're just kind of like, meh. Yeah, uh, go. Jeffrey Spinner for, uh, yeah, here we go. Remember, 27, this is where we need uh, Z, billion 
quarter one 2024 payment to Comcast for Hulu stake. Disney's done. I, I wonder what they're I think they'll find that. I don't think that will be too much. I mean, it's not ideal for them, but I don't think... I mean, I could be proven wrong, but um, I, I would be surprised if this turns out to be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back. All the cliches coming out today, because I'm tired. Um, I, I think Disney will be able to stump up that cash reasonably well. It will just hasten other plans that they might have to downsize another department, sell off other studios, and change subscription rates on Disney Plus in a desperate bid to make it profitable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything uh, else to add? Yeah, guys? I want to say I want to say that I tend to agree with the uh, little platoon that uh, as much as we see all this stuff and we think, okay, well now Disney is in trouble. They're a very big company and they have a lot of assets. And whether they sell stuff to Apple or unload some of ESPN to different partners, they have they have a lot to work with where they can make up capital or even save themselves. Uh, so I I don't. I don't foresee them just tomorrow just falling apart, but I will say that they're not doing as well as they have been for for several years. This this isn't exactly their golden era, and they've done a lot of stupid things, and they are losing money. But I would stop short of saying that this is the end of Disney in five minutes. Too too big to fail, then, guys and girls. In a way, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, think even some of their big, because um, yeah, they are under that huge umbrella. You're one hundred. Uh, 100% right, but even a lot of the other big things under that umbrella haven't been doing very well. Because, um, like, isn't... Oh, not Fox. Which news broadcasting thing is under Disney? Is it NBC Discovery? or ABC? Discovery? Oh, no. News. ABC? It might oh, be ABC. ABC. Yeah, just I'm sure say it's ABC. ABC. Yeah, nobody's going to get upset if you're wrong. Yeah, but, like, and ESPN hasn't been doing very well. Like, all everything under the Disney umbrella hasn't been doing well. But you're right. It's not going to be an overnight thing. It's still going to be a slow thing because they do have their hands in, in so many pockets. Okay. Uh, Super chat, if I may, from Garth Knight for $5. If I'm not mistaken, Disney has had moments in time where they were on the skids. Eisner saved them then. I'll start again. Eisner saved, then nearly tanked the company in the 90s, supposedly. Yeah, I don't know. I think, is he talking about the Little Mermaid thing in 1989, 1990? Or... I think there was a golden run, wasn't there, in the 90s? Yeah, in the 90s they did yeah. really well. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Shall we, yeah. uh, shall we move on? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm sure Disney will never disappear to you know, so let's move on. Indiana Jones and the Dog Shit of Destiny and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One are on pace to lose nearly one hundred million each in their theatrical runs. <gasps> this is false, by the way, this this statement. Well, it's the internet. It's true, isn't it? Yeah, screen time sucks. <laughs> That's my get-out clause. Uh, what's fault about the statement? Basically, Mission Impossible uh, may lose $100 million, but Indiana Jones is going to lose at least 200 in my opinion, if not more. And they're trying to sort of tie the two, ah. uh, the two issues together as if, oh, they're, they're both very unlucky. Where I don't think they're both unlucky in the same way. 
first of all, Mission Impossible uh, made more money than Indiana Jones. And maybe it had some bad luck with Barbenheimer and a lot of stuff that's going on. It was but timing, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Yeah. And, and I mean, undeniably, they're going to lose money. But I think when it comes to on demand, there's more demand to see Mission Impossible on demand. I think as part of a franchise, uh, this installment is going to be viewed on streaming. I think that it still has some kind of life to it. Whereas I don't know who's going to want to watch Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I, I really don't. I didn't want I, to watch it when I went to the cinema. For the first I know, right. <laughs> still found myself there. Uh, that's but so true. Okay. Mission Impossible has the advantage. It definitely has life because obviously it's part one, which is mm -hmm. arguably its disadvantage when it comes to the first release because automatically you've got a lot of people thinking, do I really want to put that much time and effort into something which is incomplete from the off? But it does mean it has a revival when part two comes out and lots of people go back to catch it on streaming to you know make sure that they are up to speed with things. I think low, largely the reason it loses a bit of money it's partly the barbenheimer thing as has been mentioned but it's also the fact that the film just wasn't very good and they unfortunately that's that has an impact on these things indiana jones was much worse and will therefore lose more money but i think mission impossible if it had been a better film would have performed better well, as well it, even I think, admitting the rest it was a victim of the covid wasn't it to be fair yeah, and a question, why don't they just do what Universal does? Because Universal, what they do is they, they take their movies, they have a 14-day theatrical window, then they put it on PVOD where you can pay to rent it or buy it, um, and then mm. and then they but they keep it in theaters. And I'm just going to use Puss in Boots as an example. Puss in Boots stayed in the top 10 even though it was already on PVOD. It stayed in the top 10 for weeks after it was it a good had, film, though. Yeah, it was, Puss in it, Boots. that's true. Um, and then, um, and, and then um, it's stayed in the theater even after it went on to streaming and people still went and seen it in theaters so i don't understand why they would just end their theatrical run when they could possibly still make money in the theater um i understand if they need the the space or whatnot for movies coming out although i don't know what's coming out that they could replace uh, it with but um yeah those are my thoughts sorry i have to say that while i i wouldn't say that it's it's the best mission impossible uh, installment uh, i think fallout was better but Agreed. I didn't hate it. I thought that maybe it's because it. I had seen Indiana Jones. That was the movie I saw before. Uh, for me, the, the Mission Impossible was a breath of fresh air. I mean, it, I'm not saying it needs to win 70 awards, but it was a, a very fun action movie to see in the theater for me. Has everybody seen Indiana Jones? Yes. yes. Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Is it really that bad? Because I refuse to watch don't, it. Don't don't watch yeah, it. Don't bad. do it. Yeah, it, it really it's is worse. Bad. Whatever you're imagining, in my opinion, it's worse. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Uh, everybody saw Mission then? Yes. Not yet. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's a shame, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones should have done eight hundred, nine hundred. Yeah, but, but yeah. we're just so far down the track of utter bollocks that everybody had just checked out before. Everybody just knew it was bad. Yeah, I think it's a bad idea just on its face. Even even without the actual bad execution, if you were pitching this to a general audience and saying, "Hey, we've got eighty-year-old Harrison Ford alongside Phoebe Waterbridge for a sequel to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull." Uh, I think like most people in their right mind would say, uh, no, thank you. Um, mm -hmm. And indeed, most people did say that even before going mm -hmm. to see it. Mm -hmm. Right. I think uh, with Crystal Skull, they probably just about 
got away with it, if you know what I mean. Barely. Just. Yes. Just. Yeah. They, they did have one route that they could have gone. If they would have taken, let's say, I know they can't take Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf because of his issues, but to have the Indiana Jones son and maybe short round in a movie mm. that maybe they're That's in trouble on. and they sort of bring him in as sort of a supporting character, just kind of a passing of the torch, but one that's respectful and also includes him in a, in a respectful way. Maybe they could have gotten away with that, but whatever they did with Phoebe Waller-Bridge and this, they, they couldn't have gotten away with it. Insufferable. Uh, Ego Nix, at Mr. Brown Lines, that's me. You haven't seen any of the uh, open brackets, only three that exist, close brackets, Indiana Jones, how dare you. I've seen the four movies, yes. I refuse to watch this one. Um, this one Blue does Beetle make, is... uh, Crystal Skull look quite good by comparison, which is another <laughs> staggering achievement. And and in all uh, honesty, Blue Beetle is more worth watching than Indiana Jones Five. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I may be in the minority, but I I don't mind Crystal Skull. But I kind of I'm into all that kind of crystal you no know, Crystal Skull sci-fi shit. I, I like it up until the the monkey vine monkey swinging jungle. thing. Yeah, that, was that really, is a problem. That yes. was really weird, and yeah, I don't. Agreed. I didn't like the alien part either. But I did think it was interesting how they they made the Russians the bad guy instead of the the, the German Nazis. I thought that was a good idea. Uh, they hmm. just the ending is the part that really I was like, oh, I'm not really into this. Once you go Close Encounters of the Third Kind at the end, it, it just gets into a weird movie. Oh, I don't think Crystal Skull and Close Encounters deserve to be mentioned in the same breath. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure the I'm next so, people I, agree I, with I, me on that one. I'm sorry. That's the only <laughs> sci-fi movie that came off the top of my head. I apologize. I apologize. Iceman <laughs> in the bin, Mr. Brown. Yes, I'm in the bin. Well, I live in the bin anyway. Okay. So, shall we move on from... Yeah. yeah. Ugh. <sighs> this is the... Um... The poo poo that refuses to flush, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, branding experts warn Rachel Zegler backlash could ruin Disney's big budget Snow White remake and predicts executives will have crisis talks in order to win back fans ahead of the 2024 release. So, how can they win back fans? Anybody got an idea? Scrap the whole movie. The I movie's agree. unnecessary. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, just just like tax loss. Yeah. Yeah. Just like this whole rewriting aside, where it's like she's not falling in love. Like that aside, um, we all have been tainted, unfortunately, by this trend Ooh. of Disney remakes. Mm -hmm. um, so I think this, um, especially since we know where automatically Hollywood is going to go with it, just scrap the whole movie. It's not necessary. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. And they have if anything they... that will sorry sorry no no you will, go no yeah I was just anything that will restore a little faith in Disney if they chose to do that I agree and make back some of that money give it to give to those fin financiers and stuff uh, yeah um, here you go folks Fat Joe oh sorry chat moved up bear with me here you go Fat Joe four six zero release it. Need something to laugh at. The Marvel yeah. will be out, so you can do that <laughs> instead. <laughs> do both. Do both. I'm going to be doing both. You're I don't going know. To be doing I, 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 I yes. probably will. I, I wonder with this one, though. 
I reckon even without all of this stuff that's come to light, and very few of these are new quotes anyway, they're all old stories, but no one's got anything else to talk about. Um, I, I don't think this film would have done particularly well, even without Rachel Ziegler going Agreed. around trying to make herself the most right. insufferable woman since yeah. women were invented by Jennifer Lawrence way back in the year zero. Um, <laughs> I just don't think it would be... A, I mean, what's, what has actually been the record of all these Disney remakes, as, as Lex was saying? I think if you look at the box office, I'd need to get the figures up. I'm pretty sure it's a decline, pretty consistent decline from, say, The Lion King down it to is. The Little Mermaid. People are not interested in seeing these things again. And even without Rachel's Eagle there, I don't think this film would have done pretty uh, well. Yeah. And now, but then it sort of feeds into this, the same question, though, which is that actually, of the people who, are go, who were already going to go and see this film, how many of them actually disagree with Rachel Ziegler? And I kind of wonder whether there's a kind of a slight Barbie effect in the sense that these comments are not going to offend the only people who were ever likely to see the film to begin with, because they will basically agree. They always assumed it was going to be a slightly feministic retelling. And so it's mm -hmm. not upsetting them too much. You go, Phantom Outsider, pull this, pull this woke remake and re-release the animated original in theatres. They'd mm. make money and build some goodwill. But they won't. I or change it at like... the last minute and cast Rachel Zegler as the villain in this film, given that that's the character <laughs> she already embodies. <laughs> Cosmic Castaway, the Lord needs to give Snow White the Peter Pan treatments. I shall we'll do agree. my best. Yeah. Agreed. But then YouTube will just block him every five seconds. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> oh, God. Indeed. <laughs> Shall we move on? Because this... Oh. Well, I will have to say, though, when, when they do... find When this strike is finally over, this uh, Zegler girl needs to get out there and start sucking some D to get, <laughs> win, win fans back. Because I'll tell you right now, she... Uh, She's really st her and Gal Gadot. Why does Gal Gadot every five seconds say she's not going to be saved by the prince? Like, oh, shut up, Gal! Nobody needs your fucking help. You're you're ruining everything. And then this girl, she I don't know if she likes Snow White, but then she talks about how she went on the ride a bunch of times, and then she's like, the ride scared me, and I hate Snow White now. Uh, it's very weird. I, I, so I, uh, in in response to that, uh, if yeah, I may, it. so. There's a couple theories yes. floating around as to why she's she was able to go out and say this. Um, the first is talking points that were given to her, which mm. would be no surprise. These are actors, after all. Do they really have original thoughts? That's um, point. And then second of all is maybe they're just kind of letting this go through because this will help them inevitably sell off Disney stock at pennies mm, to make back some money. I mean, like they're they're yeah. willing to take the damage control if in the long run it financially suits them. As Wait, a lower lower your stock price to make money. Pretty much, yeah. So it'll just sell off. Um, I I like I don't know how you're much a financial guy, platoon. <laughs> would that work? I I I don't think it would. I don't think it would. Um, and again, almost any plan like that that requires some degree of competent planning by the people on top falls apart because very few people on top are actually competent um and also like if you watch her in the interviews a, a number of times these are like off the wall questions from journalists and she is answering them pretty much she seems unscripted when she's doing it she, they do seem to be her natural in the moment spare of the moment thoughts she doesn't come across as though she's reading from a script um i just think it's it is the classic case of, of a young very privileged woman who uh doesn't really understand her own place in the world what made the thing successful, or how other people respond to her baffling lack of self-awareness. 
So is I she, think it's probably all quite sincere, and that's what makes it so funny and also so tragic. Is she like a younger Meghan Markle? Kind of, yes. There's a similarity. Like young Brie Larson. Yeah. Young Brie Larson, yeah. Well, is that a personal attack? <laughs> I think that when Gal Gadot says all that stuff, she seems not as uh, malicious about it. It just seems like she's just saying whatever. Yeah. Weird, weird. I mean, we know that she's also a very left-leaning woman anyways, and she has not been the smartest in previous shticks before. So the whole Gal Gadot angle, that doesn't really surprise me, because I've noticed people are starting to hop on that the last few days. But she's an equal idiot, so. Yeah, I think she's, there's she's a not as annoying. Her... No, she's definitely not as annoying. But I think there's also a difference between Gal Gadot describing, because what, what she, the, the line when she, she's the one who says that Snow White's not going to be saved by the prince, which is just describing the plot of the film they're creating. Yes. She's really just relaying that. That is a line that she's taking. And I think that was a conscious line that they gave her because she's a robot and can't think for herself. But it's the difference between that and the obvious glee and the imagination almost that Ray, uh, Ziegler applies to the same thing. Like she, she takes that on and just runs with it, and she seems more gleeful about it. Whereas Algodot is just describing the plot. Uh, may I do some super chats? Go ahead. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, Whale and Perceptors for two dollars. Has anyone here seen Django? Django nineteen sixty. 1966? No. 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 I, I saw the Jamie Foxx one. I haven't that even seen that. That one's a good that. one. That one's a good one, too. Yeah. Um, that's no. Um, Peter Pidrak for $2. I need a VPN so I can send real money. <laughs> Very good. That's a thinking man's joke. Well done, Peter. Garth Knights for $10. Is... Tom Cruise's audience so old that they prefer streaming at home. I was looking at apartments the other day and a senior and a senior center had Top Gun and Back to the Future posters in the entertainment room. I think the timing was just all it was for Mission Impossible. Agreed. I agree, yeah. Which is a shame really. Yeah, it, it definitely yes. would have done far better if uh, it weren't for Barbie and Oppenheimer. And Oppenheimer took all those IMAX, IMAX theaters yeah. away from it yeah. too, right? Yeah. So it, it was 100% a timing, would have done far better without those two films. Yeah. Um, and you know, talk, the average age of Tom Cruise's audience didn't stop Top Gun from being a massive cinematic true, success. True, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Indeed. Shall we, uh, oops, sorry, shall we sidestep because there's another Zegler? Yeah, sure. Like I said, slow news week, everybody. Yeah, let's shit all over. Oh, Anybody yes. see this? Yes. Yes. Katty, what's all this about then? Well, I first off, I love Gina Carano. She's a queen. Who doesn't? Um, yes. So she, so Rachel Zegler, she put out this thing, uh, this tweet saying like we should be kinder. And Gina Carano just put a, a meme up uh, from Shit's Creek that said boop. And then it um, <laughs> it was because her she was talking boop. about her hypocrisy about how she had commented on her uh, joke about pronouns and then sent her, you know, Zegler fans to attack her on Twitter. And, um, you know, I mean, she's just getting her comeuppance and um, and Gina Carano was right in calling her out for. Didn't she also say hypocrisy. really nasty things about um, 
Hawkeye as well. I can't remember the guy's yes. name. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. She's really him. horrible things, yeah. Yeah. A tr- I think she, yeah, racist and a transphobe. She call- That's how it should just do, though, if you're one of these people. You just say, you just say, and by people, I mean idiots. Um, uh, but you just you just call everybody a racist or a transphobe or a homophobe or racist. Yeah, any any one of those, and it's it's a horrible argument. Um, the the funny part about all this is because of all the backlash against Rachel right now, she's been like reposting like, oh, just everyone should love each other and all this stuff, and she had no problem kind of joining in on the brigade against Gina three four years ago. Um, she would have been more. 18 19 yeah which is um is that an excuse no no i don't think so i don't think age should discredit whether you're smart or stupid it's it's a common sense thing really especially when you're in this industry where the internet remembers everything like why would you even why (laughs) Mm -hmm. just why I think she's she's also immensely fortunate besides being an actress with you know incredible amount of wealth in her name she's also got you know, she's got a good degree of natural assets shall we call them um oh, she's yes. almost certainly the kind of person who has never been told no in her life it's mm-hmm. the kind of behavior that normal sensible well-adjusted people are bullied out of when they're in school and she didn't have anyone to bully her out of this bad behavior so in a way it's just the, the social media reaction to her now is kind of a lesson that she should have learned a long time ago uh, it's just being belatedly taught. Yeah, I'm here for it. She's probably not even learning the right lesson. She probably oh, no. just <laughs> logged out of her Twitter and just said, there's so many ists and phobes online. I have to yep. take them all down. And she'll just listen yep. to all the people who clap and applaud her and say, yes, you're absolutely right. It's the sexist, racist people. That's what they are. Here you go, folks. Bishop Malls posted a link. Uh, Matt, do you know anything about this? I did do a couple of videos about this story. Thank you, Vision Moore. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, because uh, I love Gina Carano and Rachel Ziegler is annoying. So I watched your latest one on this whole thing. Uh, oh, thank you. Today. I well, really appreciate you. Thank you. Did anybody see the uh, I think Ziegler posted another Instagram video this week. Anybody see it? No. Is it the one that's been re- the old one that's been recirculating? Yeah, the, the apology thing. But it was an old apology. It was an old apology, like two years old. Is yeah. she recycling her own apology or just somebody else I recycled it for? I'll be I honest think you, I didn't just check took it out. out of context. That's really all it is to keep this drama mill going. That's is all. Is it the one where she said that she'd res- received death threats? Was it that one? In, in the old apology, she did talk about death threats. Ah, right, okay. It must yeah. be the old one then. Yeah. Which I don't even, that one, I don't remember. I don't even know what that one was for because she talked about like, I get a chance to go to these far off places and I'm all like, what the hell are you talking about? And, uh, she's, yeah, and, she's done two movies. So I was also confused. What that yeah, was I'm all like, I'm all Is, like um, do you think she's self-destructing her movie career? Or I don't just Hollywood just lap it up. What do you think? I don't know if she's, if her career is like, you know, done. Did for. she have one? I mean, well, I mean, she did. I mean, she was getting jobs and everything, but like, this is the thing. Even if she hadn't said all this stuff, if you look at the the set photos that have come out from this and all of the, you know, Peter Dinklage oh, yes. didn't help it out. Um, and then the, the set burned down. I, I think fate has spoken and it said this movie should not be released and it doesn't look good anyways. And nobody wants this. Nobody's interested in this nonsense. 
Very, very fast upward trajectory. So what was her first one? Was it West Side Story? Yes. Um, she's got Snow White. She's in the Hunger Games thing, I think, isn't it? She Something is. Yeah. Shazam this year. 2. Uh, Shazam, Shazam, Shazam 2. I always forget about that, though, because it's Shazam yeah. 2. And like, <laughs> yeah. time to remember that. Like, she, she's been on a very dramatic, very speedy upward trajectory. And I think a lot will depend on whether they do believe she's done serious financial harm to the Snow White film and then how subsequent films like Hunger oh, Games, for example, that. perform. I think they, they have a really long established pattern of just circling the wagons around their own. They will probably agree with her. If she comes out and does a proper yeah. kind of victimhood plea, then they'll all circle around her and say, yes, absolutely. Just like the Moses Ingram thing with Obi-Wan. It's like, yeah, it's all the racist fans. It's nothing. All to right. Do with is this going to be some car videos on the way then, yeah? I'm just waiting. Yeah, Simon Pegg's hostage video will come out. <laughs> Everyone's being really mean to this woman who I've never met. She's the best okay. thing since women. Um, I'm just wondering, though, because a lot of people are comparing her to Brie Larson in terms of unlikability. And the, I love with, Brie. <sighs> quiet down. Sorry, you. somebody's got um, to, but I, I love Brie. But anyway, apart from the but, feet, um, like The cheese. Was, Sorry, I love no, the person. Oh, the okay, person. I don't like her feet, but moving mm -hmm. on. Uh, yeah, her feet are gross. Oh my god. <laughs> um, no, just because like Brie Larson was originally supposed to kind of lead the MCU forward, and I guess Disney execs kind of picked up on the fact, like, oh, like nobody likes her. Like, do we really want to make her the face of the MCU? Uh -huh. And her yeah. kind of doing her whole tirade in front of cameras and everything kind of killed her career. So I like I wouldn't say it's like I wouldn't say it's unlikely or it wouldn't be uncommon for the same thing to happen to to Rachel. I I, th I think Zegler is in a worse position than Brie Larson. Brie, Brie Larson, in my opinion, isn't necessarily the worst actress, but she doesn't have a very likable presence, and she's not right for a superhero. Uh, she can at least say that she was a, did a few good acting roles and won an Oscar, even though I don't think yeah. they should have given her one. Rachel Zegler, what can she say? She was in West Side Story, a movie that flopped. Uh, Shazam 2, another movie that flopped. As well. yeah. mm -hmm. She doesn't have a success to her name, Rachel Zegler. After the Snow White thing flops, you know, she's going to be on, on the... I don't know if the CW even exists in the same format, but she's going to be on some TV oh, show or something. I don't, I don't think... I don't see her becoming some huge star. In my I opinion, OnlyFans. She'd do well on OnlyFans. <laughs> she would, yeah. She would, yeah. Is anyone That's actually interested in that Hunger Games thing? By the way, because like, I never no. got into it because like I'm a boy, but also like I don't care. But is anyone? Is there a huge amount of anticipation? I saw an advert for it today before um, Blue Beetle. I'd forgotten it was even happening. But it has a title which is very Game of Thronesy. So of course, Peter Dinklage is in it. Not <laughs> Are no, you talking no. about the original films or if we're excited about the new film? Excited about the new one, the prequel, the first of them. What's it called? A Ballad of Ice so and Fire. Songbirds and Snakes. Snakes yeah. I, I didn't no. even like the original movies, so for me to show interest in this new one, that's really a stretch. Yeah, yeah. and the book sucked, so I, I don't... did! Thank you! <laughs> and, and it's just going to be a musical. There's so much singing in the book, and I'm just like... I don't, and, and they do the Star Wars thing where they have to explain everything that happened in the the the, the Hunger Games book. This is a prequel, so they have to explain every single thing that happened in those books, like where songs come from, where this comes from. And you're like, you don't have to do that. Just just yeah. make it's it's not going to be good. The book sucks, so the movie's going to suck. So, but like, it, it still has a huge fan. Like, I know my it sister does. loves the Hunger ba Hunger Games books. I read the first two this summer because I was putting together. I like those books. 
I didn't enjoy it. I thought they were really fucking bland, and I thought that uh, Battle Royale, the Japanese. Oh my god! Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Is it all the way there? Yeah, Battle Royale is yeah, awesome. I love Battle yeah, Royale. Very good. Not the second oh. one though. The second one was not that good. Not that okay. good, right? But yeah, it's um this the title though comes from things that are present in the Hunger Games universe. So it sounds Games of Throny Thrones e game whatever. Um, but yeah, those are things that are present in the universe. So. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on, I wonder if uh, Gina Carano reached out to Elon Musk about being unfairly dismissed. She did. And then I haven't heard anything, like oh. I haven't seen anything pop up regarding that. He responded uh, yeah. to her, though. He did. Fuck, I would love that. I funny. actually... Sorry, go on. No, go on, Price. Go on. Last comment. Uh, when she did that post, uh, I actually tried responding to her and sending her links to my uh, videos that I did got kind of an investigation a while back. The one that, uh, you know, the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So basically, I I was hoping she'd see it. I think it has some interesting evidence there, but I don't know if she'll ever look at it. Uh. You probably need to go through uh, drunk three PO, but anyway. Mm-hmm. I on? actually, he's actually seen those videos and he's complimented me on them along with Steph. So I had hoped that maybe meant that he'll right, we'll show prompt, it to her, but we'll I don't know if again. he ever did. Okay. Hopefully, okay. let's move on. I think we briefly mentioned this last week. Uh, visual effects crews at Marvel have set dates to vote to unionize. Um, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so votes taking place from tomorrow to September 11th. Ballot Ballots will be then counted on September 12th. This could be the thing that actually kills the MCU. It's not superheroes. Yeah. The moment their VFX the people actually, you know, it's 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 gone. Or at least we'll be down to maybe two films a year as opposed to how many projects are going on at the moment. Well, well I, mean, I think it's good as well. Yeah, maybe they'll start putting effort into actual scripts mm-hmm. now with yeah. the VFX teams gone. <laughs> yeah. That's 16, they... 17 hour days and being told uh, you're not having weekends off until you get episode 10 out or whatever it is out. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I listen, I, I check up on a lot of scoopers online, and they talk about how, like, these visual effects people will, they'll literally, like, be, like, down to, like, where they have very little time to visually um, do visual effects on an end um, scene that they reshot, and they're, like, and it looks like shit because they had no time because they didn't like the ending, and they reshot it. And I'm all like, how can anybody work like this? It's, like, ridiculous. Well, it's not working. It's slavery, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, slavery. If you get paid lots of Modern money and you can choose, <laughs> and you can choose to leave. So, in that sense, right. no. But um... I was going to say, isn't this just going to push Disney to just outsource everything? If like the yes. domestic India, people. Yeah. So does it? I mean, they're just kind. Of, I mean, it's a it's a lose lose. <laughs> Well, it, it might usually yeah invariably it is the case unions after a while will destroy the thing that they are trying to protect but um it, it, it depends because studios in hollywood have really bizarre rules around union working like rights to collective bargaining is in some cases enshrined so you can't work for a studio unless you are part of a union and you can't get to the union unless you don't work for the union first and right. so it depends as to whether like there's sufficiently strong contractual um blockages to outsourcing to replace now newly unionized staff I, I don't know if there would be. I think it will be a case-by-case case thing as opposed to something that's a general truth. So it very much depends on what Disney's relationship with uh, what the law happens to be. Uh, eager folks, Black Lives or 
black votes. So a chat moved up. Slavery is normal for Disney. Oh, it is. Mm. May I do some super chats? Do it. Sure. Whalen Perceptus for two dollars. Nine eleven for the MCU. Nine <laughs> eleven. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> what? Twenty two years. Okay. Oh. Too soon. Oh, no, too it's soon. about too September eleventh. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the go for broke. Two dollars. Hello. Go for broke. Here you go, folks. Thank you very much. Garth Knights. Super generous. Garth Knight for five dollars. Wait, you mean nothing happened towards Elon funding Gina's lawsuits? How could that be? Actually, Doomcock never went out on that ledge in his defense. Um yeah, I don't remember just seeing any updates on that. That's all. If someone else has, by all means. But Elon's kind of shooting himself in the foot uh, the last two days anyways. So who I mean, knows if he's actually doing lighter. anything. Yeah. I can't see how that's... I think I said at the time when we covered it, I don't see how that's a workable offer. I wouldn't be it surprised isn't. if we never heard anything more about this from him again. It's just it's one of those things that sounds really good in his head and it will get lots of publicity and attention. And then someone will sit down and say, hey, how do we make this work? And he'll move on. Mm-hmm. Although it would be good if Gina. Oh, it would be great to see. It would yeah. be just incredible. But anyway, okay. Um, okay, we'll move on. So um, so it wasn't Thanos that killed the uh, other, uh, the ladies, peeps. It's the unions who killed. Anyway, let's move on. Perfectly unionized, as all things should be. Yes. Anybody see this? The new Ken doll. I did. So it's just a shame he doesn't look like Ryan Gosling. That's all. Would you have bought that then? Yeah, if it looked more like Ryan Gosling, one hundred percent. Would you have though? This looks terrible. No, I wouldn't have bought it anyways. Terrible. <laughs> but it just terrible. because he's the reason why this look is iconic, right? So it just it would have made more sense if it looked like Ryan Gosling. The toy somehow looks gayer. <laughs> <laughs> It's not very politically correct. <laughs> I think Catty would get away with wearing a coat like that. I would. I would wear a fur coat. So would I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pop some tags. Oh God. What was the name of that guy? I love that song. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. Didn't no, you? Didn't, oh, sorry. Didn't you guys say that Ken was a half decent part of? The he was the best the part. Good part. Yeah. 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 And then I didn't like the, him. Oh well, <gasps> you didn't. You didn't like his singing. He can sing. Uh, I don't. I didn't like his singing, and I also am not a huge <laughs> fan of Ryan Gosling. I always oh. feel like there's, he's kind of overrated, in my opinion. Well, normally he only makes eleven million at the box office with his movies. That's like like a running joke and everything online. But um, I mean, Barbie, you know, whatever. I hate this movie. I would be depressed if I was him, if I were him, because all these years he's been making all these movies, and at the end, this stupid Barbie thing, that's the highlight of his career now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So he won't be remembered for, was it it Crash or Blade Runner 2049 or... He'll be remembered for The Notebook, to be The Notebook, because women like that. He's very sensitive there or something. I just recently watched that. It's actually a charming movie. 
I really hated it when it first came out, so maybe I need to. <laughs> me too. It. Me too. You should. I. I don't know. Maybe it's because when I first saw it, I was ma- I wasn't married and I was single. And uh, uh, now that I'm married, I'm like, this is so cute. They're all in love and shit. <laughs> Look at them dancing in the road. <laughs> Super cute. Getting caught in the rain. Who doesn't love that, right? Um, here you go, folks. Johnny Lawrence's mom. I actually love this. I would buy this. And that's cool. I mean, you, well, you know, what can are you do? put yeah. your money where your you mouth can. is. Yes, pre-order, Barbara. Treat yourself. You deserve yeah. it. Yeah, treat mm-hmm. yourself, yeah. Okay. So, shall we move on from the merchandise? Yeah. Yes. When are we going to get one of like you in that costume, Brown? When is your plushie coming out? <laughs> Brown, if you do a plushie, I will buy two. No joke. I'm not lying. Um... I, everybody does them, and I just think they're, uh, they've just become tacky now. Oh, man. Platoon, you should do one, too. I would buy one of you also. <laughs> Make sure it has, I, like, sunglasses that detach as well, if you do. Oh, gosh, like, yeah. uh, all the accessories. Wine bottle with actual <laughs> wine. Do it. it. No <laughs> joke. And you should do it. I, would buy, I will buy, like, three of them. I'm not even lying. I'm <laughs> so not are you lying. going to do a plushie then, Lord? I don't know. I always assumed it would be the kind mm. of thing that happens later on. I don't know. Gosh, maybe one, maybe one day is the answer to that question. Well, you let me know little, first so I can buy. What about one. a uh, little platoon Funko Pop? Oh. I don't. God, I don't I understand buy... any of these things. But if there's one of them in particular, I do not understand. It's Funko Pops. Like, what is the point? I don't get. Them. I don't like them either. Oh, but no. if you made a Funko Pop platoon, I would buy one. I would buy three. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> okay. Right. Let's. Should we move on from silliness? Ego. Yeah. Um, background. Actor Nicole Nicole Cruiser yes says she felt pressured to agree to, to agree to be digitally scanned for the Mandalorian. Before that, she was asked if she would be available for weeks of filming, but she never got the call back after she was scanned. <sighs> Sorry, what is a digitally like uh, in this? Because I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I didn't watch Mandalorian. No, so the, um, the digitally scanned thing is to do with the the rights to image and as it relates to AI. So at the moment, mm-hmm. one of the the actors' complaints is that studios yep. will scan them for like their facial mm-hmm. features, so they can reuse their likeness later on without yep. paying them. So I imagine gotcha. that's what she's talking about here. Although, like, I, I always have limited <clears throat> sympathy with people who say, "Oh, I felt pressured to sign this thing that I was paid lots of money to sign," when they could just say no. Like I have right. sympathy, I have a lot of sympathy with the argument. Like we do need a much more robust rights protection program, and I think that mm-hmm. yeah, people should be paid either a fixed sum or an ongoing sum for the likeness, but that should be settled obviously in the contract. But that you are still at liberty to say no, I'm not going to do this, mm-hmm. and unless you do that, then there's not actually that much pressure on the company to try and offer you any more money for it. If you say, well, oh, I didn't want to do it, but I just felt like I had to, no, just man up. I completely agree with you, uh, and as somebody that's been involved in some things with contracts and agreements and things like that, uh, yes, you really you have to do this up front. If this was a main issue for her, then before she signs the agreement, she says, I'm willing to be a background actor. I'm not willing for you to scan and use my likeness forever. Or she could say that if you scanned my likeness and you're using it, every time you use it, you need to pay me X amount of money or something like that. But the fact that she said that she felt pressured, I mean, usually you go into these things with lawyers, with managers. I really, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I, I basically I'm agreeing with you. 
I think we all do most of the time. So, yep. okay. So, as you said, this is part of the reason why people are striking, isn't it, Lord? This is a very, very big thing with the AI at the moment, isn't it? It is, and I think it's why you start to see more stories like this with various people coming out saying they were nebulously pressured into doing this thing that they really didn't want yeah. to do. It's all part of it. It's partly, and it's, it's understandable. I know why they're doing it. I don't entirely disagree with the cause. Um, it's just a bit sort of suspicious when all these types of stories come about at the same time there's a strike going on about this exact issue because it's it's quite obviously political posturing as opposed to an actual disagreement and and the word pressured is is an irritating one because it's so vague um that it will appear in any any time you want to slag anybody off you say i felt pressured by that person to do something whether it's lizzo pressuring you to eat bananas out of people's vaginas <laughs> or like someone pressuring you to have your face scanned nah no <sighs> are we gonna see totally ai generated movies 100 percent. it's almost For inevitable sure. at this point are they gonna be any good Maybe. Depends on. Yeah. She Hulk. <laughs> I don't know. That was bad. It's going to be good. Okay. Okay. Shall we move on then? Yeah. Let's move yeah, on. Let's do it. Oppenheimer is the highest grossing movie of all time to never come number one at the domestic box office. Um,. It has gone over seven hundred million now, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I think um, Korea just got it this past week. I don't know about China yet, though. Did China get it? I don't know. I don't think they've got it yet. Although okay. it will do very, very well in China. Yep. Purely because it's Japan, isn't it? And they. It's Christopher mortal, Nolan as well. The and Chinese mortal enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and plus there's a lot of asterisks around these, these, uh, these, the first movie ever to whatever. Like with Barbie, they're just like the first movie directed by a woman, but only by a woman, not by a solo team woman with blonde hair and blue eyes. And you're like, what's going on here? You guys just keep adding shit to make it the first movie ever. It's like or, uh, participation trophies. That's yeah, what this like, all sounds like. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, can't we just stick to the highest grossing movie, you know, whatever, or all that stuff. But they always put these ad like the highest grossing movie of all time, never to come into number one. I'm like, it's at the domestic box office. And I'm like, this is a lot of asterisks in my opinion, but, um, Good for Oppenheimer. Well, you know. uh, we all saw Oppenheimer, didn't we? I did not. I'm really bummed. I saw it. it. We all liked it, didn't we? Yes. You did. It, it was a bit rushed in the sense that it had a lot of information and was trying to stick into a three-hour movie. It almost felt like it could have been like an eight-part miniseries, but aside from oh. that, I thought it was good. Uh, Lord, you saw it, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, no, I still have not had time. So that's really? going to be hopefully this week I might have time to see it. But yeah, it was supposed to be last week, didn't have time. And it was supposed to be the week before and I didn't have time either. So one day I will get, I'll finally get to see it. One day, hopefully. Um, I will say, I think the chat has died. We're not. No, no, I sent a message in the private chat. So it's still running on my phone. StreamYards is having a chat problem, right, but it's okay. still going. Uh, we're not ignoring you folks. We just can't see it in the StreamYards. Okay. Um, so it's, it's going to clear a billion, this, isn't it? I think it will get at least very close after the China release, yes. Deserved? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I think I do think that Nolan is a, a, 
a good filmmaker. And I mean, when I talk to people about this movie, the 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 only like negative thing that they say is that it's I've heard it's too long and that that end explosion is not as good as it could be because I guess they use practical mm, effects. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. other than that, most people I talked about this movie say it's really good. So, you know. Okay, so as we say every week, if you've not seen it, folks, it's worth three hours of your time. I think it is anyway, considering some of the shite we've had um, proper movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. let's do it. Um, as I said, slow news week. Uh, M- Michael Sarah says he was a little depressed when Scott Pilgrim versus the world wrapped filming. He felt like this is my world. This is a this is my group of friends, and hoped it was always going to be this way. I would be very depressed as well if I was Michael Sarah. <laughs> I hated Brie Larson in Scott Pilgrim. What? Yeah, she, she was did. actually worth it in there. <laughs> yeah, I like. I she did a good job with her singing. All, and uh, you know, I, I love when she's like, she's like, um, I love your boots, affordable. I love that that line. Yeah, she was. I, I thought she was good in that movie. I actually didn't love that movie. What? Okay. What? Did you uh, did you read the graph? Oh, who did we lose? Oh. I well, I didn't mean to chase them away. Uh, I'm willing. Yeah. He was like, he didn't like it. Fuck you. I'm leaving. I'm willing to say <laughs> that I liked it if he comes back. They will. Come back over. Um, did <laughs> you read the graphic novels at all? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, I, I I really liked the graphic novel, so I loved. I thought the movie was a spot on adaptation. They changed the ending. That's about it. But um, yeah, I didn't read the graphic novels. I love that movie. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm how come you don't like it out of curiosity? I saw it years ago and I just saw it and I thought that there was all this hype around it and everybody kept saying how cool it is and I watched it and I just felt it was just all right. I I didn't feel as excited about it. I don't know. It didn't I connect with me in that in that way that a lot of people were enthusiastic about it. I got you. I got you. That's fair. Yeah, I feel you. Don't. Isn't there a new anime coming out in uh end of the year? On Netflix. Uh, on Netflix in November. I'm very excited for that. It actually, they had a trailer come out this week as well, and it doesn't look like p- complete garbage, but, you know, that's what trailers are for, right? To make it look good. Right. So. Yeah, I, I have a bit of a soft spot for Scott Pilgrim. I thought it was not a bad movie. It's a shame yeah. nobody else watched it, but there you go. I mean, it kind of, it's, it's, it was a good movie, but it's just unfortunate that Hollywood took the wrong message away from it, which is don't, don't listen to the source material. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It was, yeah, I I liked it. Really stylized, uh, just a fun movie. But anyway, okay. Are you back now, Lord? You popped off for a moment. Yeah, I thought I'd try and refresh and see if it fixed the chat, and all it did was load all of the chats that had happened up until the point I refreshed, but chat is still not scrolling down on StreamYard, so StreamYard is buggered. But it is still functioning on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I just I'm... checked. Sorry, chat, we can't see you. It's just golden tits up. Sorry, folks. Okay, let's move on. So, here we go. The Flash ends its theatrical run with... Is that 268? Million yes, worldwide. man. <laughs> Budget two twenty. Man, 
I'm pretty sure it's more than 220 their budget. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. When once you add, obviously, the usual one is marketing and distribution and all the rest of that. Yeah. So the rule is like an extra 100 and 150 to that. So I mean, it's lost money and it's well deserved. I'll see. There, I have... Go ahead. Go ahead. I think there's a rumor that actually the, even the production budget was like $300 million. And I believe that rumor. I feel like 220 what? is underreporting considering they kept on doing more reshoots and yeah. replacing Batmans and doing all this stuff. Yeah, they should have just released it. What was it? Two years ago. They should have just released it and tried to get their money back. Waiting was a bad choice. Oh, they would have at least made more money. And Ezra Miller yeah. kind of shot any hope that this movie had as well. <laughs> so. It's the same thing with Aquaman 2. I'm just like, just release it already. Like, they're talking about pushing it back. I'm like, no, I say push it up. Just release this shit and get it out of the way. Because I I, yeah. I feel like with all of them, even Blue Beetle, like to wait is just to lose money. Mm-hmm. Maybe the theory was, you know, Ezra Miller does one bad thing and they think, well, we can wait that out. People will right. forget about <laughs> it and then we can release it. But then, no, Ezra does another one. <laughs> then you just like 50 one, in a and row and you're like, ah, oh, shit, we should have released it with the one bad thing. <laughs> if you're going to wait for Ezra Miller to be a moral human being, then <laughs> you just never release the film. Ironically, I thought he was pretty good in this movie. I agree. He, I was, he, got, yeah. he got better and better through the movie. Yeah. Um, there is a couple of super chats which um, i can see so shall we do them yeah sure none of the other chats are working folks uh princess fiona for two dollars it's business there is always pressure garth knights for five dollars catty never used the notebook to bed a young woman wrong that's so wrong was he Did taking these gals to fast and furious films no i, I i've only seen the first fast and furious movie but bitches love the notebook okay they like they yep. love it my wife when we watched it uh i'm not uh she was getting hot and heavy over that sweetness and everything but <laughs> they love they love the notebook i'm sorry i disagree are you including your wife in the category bitches <laughs> um no she is a, she is a lady she's a lady <laughs> i'm not saying bitches out of disrespect i just don't know all their names individually no you know so, so the collective noun I, I for women is just yeah, bitches. well according to she hawk calling them females is disrespectful what do you want from me i'm trying here anyway okay let's move on cause still quite a few stories to get through <clears throat> After claiming the reason he fired Henry Cavill was because of his age, James Gunn now says, I was never making a young Superman movie. This is what I mean. Uh, James Gunn's just playing free ball. I don't think he knows yeah. what's going on, but he's just fucking with everyone to keep the hopes up. That I really think that's what's going on now. It can be. I mean, I don't know with this one because I've not read the story. The only like way around it I can see is that if he... There's a difference between casting a younger Superman and making a young Superman movie. So maybe like to give him as charitable a read as possible, he has seen people interpret the younger Superman as he's doing a, a young Superman, i.e. an origin story super, Superman movie. And that's the thing he's trying to dispel. He still wanted a younger man in the role, but that's not the same as doing a young Superman film. But that is might be me being overly charitable because he does seem to change his mind a lot. How dare you be nice to James Gunn? 
<laughs> I think James Gunn is annoying, but I also uh, think that he has a problem that some people don't fully understand. That David Zaslav guy, from what I've been told, is a very impulsive guy. And I think, you know, he's trying to sort of appease him with these leftover movies. He's trying to put together his own vision. And Zaslav's not a very patient guy. And maybe some of the reason of getting rid of the rid of Cavill Gadot and Affleck was also a financial one. Maybe mm. these new people that he's hiring, he's just paying them a few dollars. Maybe mm. those other actors, yeah, they needed to get a point. whole lot more money for those movies and Zaslav didn't want to pay for them. I'm just yeah. speculating. I'm just saying that I think there may be things that the public doesn't know about all of this. Yeah. Isn't there talk that he might keep Gal Gadot on for a Wonder Woman 3? But the no, it's not happen, apparently. Is it yeah, now not going to happen? Well, no. he's been very quiet about it, which I'm all like, oh, you'll you'll talk about, you know, your por- a porn star being cast as Lex Luthor, but you won't talk about Gal Gadot being your Wonder Woman. Wait, is that true? It's he, no, he commented on that and he said uh, something like, you can't think this is serious. And, oh, uh, okay. So- I thought... Uh- I thought you were saying that, oh, he was commenting on that being true. No. <laughs> a small piece of me wishes that were true, because I'd be like, this is now this has just gone into clown world. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> then again, he did say The Flash it. was like a really good film, so <laughs> either he's lying or he is in clown world, but there's no positive interpretation for that one. He has no choice. I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to say, hey, you know, this one's a lame duck. It's not really a good movie. Yeah, what's well, he supposed he's to say? Uh, Zaslav, you know, Zaslav, whatever, probably has him. It's he's telling him, tell people that this is good. You that you stand behind this because I don't want to lose all this money. Yeah, but Tom Tom Cruise said it was a good movie too. He said this is, is the movie we need. Never, right now. Yes. <laughs> In the case of Tom Cruise, he never said it. It was like somebody that said that somebody talked to Tom Cruise and her sources. They believe that Tom Cruise says. I don't remember ever seeing an interview that Tom Cruise himself admitted that he liked that movie. I mean, Stephen King said it was a good movie. Stephen <laughs> King is batshit insane, though. So <laughs> I don't think we can count him as anything. Ezra Miller said it was a good movie. Uh, <laughs> did he slap a woman after he said that? <laughs> he and a child with a bullet in his mouth. I think he said it while he was slapping the woman, didn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who was holding a child with a bullet in his mouth. While Price, strangling. Price of Reason makes a good point, though. So He does uh, make a good point, yeah. Uh, I, I, I also think that James Gunn, I'm sorry, he's like a woman. He needs to shut the fuck up. He doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, he just keeps talking and he's just, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, like when he was on Twitter and he was answering every, you know, asshole in Virginia's question about the DCU, I'm like, James Gunn, shut the hell up because eventually you're going to say something and then you're going to have to backtrack, which is what he's doing now. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. just stop talking to these people. You don't owe them anything. You don't need to give them answers until you start actually making movies. So stop talking talking agreed 100 percent agreed all of these actors directors producers need to shut the fuck up yeah so although i do um i do like james gunn and i'm excited for his superman movie so i'm not gonna lie so we'll see there was that really overt james gunn moment in blue beetle as well wasn't there with the uh the beetle mobile thing and yeah. he's trying to press the buttons and he turns on the radio and obviously it plays an old oh, rock yeah. song while it's doing it's like Oh yeah, I can I can see what you're doing there. That's uh even the uh... I bet you I bet you James Gunn saw that movie and at that moment he goes, See, this guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the scene where he like merges with the blue beetle suit. I don't remember oh, that yeah. scene in Guardians Three, but I remember it happening almost in Guardians Two. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is for sure a James Gunn film. 
Yeah, now that now that Platoon mentioned that, it, it's so funny that that's uh, but that's so true. But I actually like that scene, so I'm not gonna lie. In both movies, so. Okay. Any hopes? Do we think for Superman? I have hope for it. I actually think it sounds good. So. I'm Although just I, kind of, uh, I re- I'm sick of James Gunn. That's all. Yeah, we've got oh. a Cavill one now. Yeah, I Bass would has, prefer. Bass has just dangled that carrot in front of us. Oh, we'll always true. have Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, let's move on. Um, the energy is totally taken. You know when there's no interaction with the chats? Yeah, I'm, I'm watching them, though. I've got them on my phone. I've That's got them fun. on my phone, too. Yeah. And I have... Oh, chat, I, I miss you. Chat, I miss you. I miss Sorry. you, chat. Shitty streamyards. Let's move on. Anybody um, see this? Yeah. There was a couple of slides for this, but um, I used this one. Titty Wa Titty saves the next four film. Apparently, it's been planned, isn't it? Should aim at carrying on with the evolution of the character, but still in a very funny way. Why they're going to destroy him some more? Did um sorry question? Did uh because I haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder. I kind of refuse to see that at this point. Yeah, um, Christian Bale's one of my favorite actors, so that he's should great. be a reason to see it. But I just everything else is a no. Does yeah, Jane really die at the end of that movie? She does. Okay, so they she goes were not to heaven. Okay, so we're definitely not going to see a female Thor come back if they. No, do we it. could. We well, could. yeah, we could, and also he finishes that film with a young girl. Um, what? He, yeah, I'm sorry, so, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, should, I should probably put that in a less um, yeah way to be interpreted Disney wise. Um, the basic plot of that is yeah, so um. Uh, Christian Bale's character has a daughter who dies, mm-hmm. and he wants to go to. Oh, I keep getting his name wrong. Is it Eternity? Oh, it's Eternity, like, yeah. It is Eternity, which for some reason grants one wish that mm-hmm. everyone knows about, but nobody's thought to use until this point. Mm-hmm. And he wishes that his daughter comes back to life, forgets to wish that he should live with his daughter. So now Thor has taken sort of custody of his daughter. Her name is Love. So that's where the title Love and Thunder comes from, because he is Thunder and she is Love. Ah. So um, so he will. And that film ends, the last scene of that film is them running off to battle together and she has, does she have Stormbreak or does she have Mjolnir? One of the two. So anyway, there is a chance that we have a female character wielding one or the other of Thor's weapons, at least. Okay, second a follow-up question then. Um, with a girl named Love, um, is that comic book accurate, Maddie? Do you no. know? If this, if this is, if this, if she's in the comic books, I haven't read that comic book. The the thing about Thor: Love and Thunder is they they took two um, different storylines and meshed them together, which I thought was a, a horrible choice. They've got the the Jane Foster as the female Thor, which was its own um, storyline. And the best part about that one is trying to figure out who the female Thor was. But in this movie, they've kind of like just they just gave it away right off the bat. Um, and then the the Gore the God Butcher storyline, which is very good in the comic books, and they just ruined it completely in the movie because they wasted that character and that storyline. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but the daughter is if she's in there, it's it's like it's like in there right now because I don't read those comic books right now because they're they're just all shit. So then, third question: Is the daughter a human or is she like superhuman like Thor? So like we could possibly see her like as a fully grown adult in another. Superhuman, but in mm-hmm. ill-defined ways. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I um, think 
I think she's got the power of eternity because if you notice when she's oh, yes. well, you you didn't notice, but when she's brought to life, she's got like purple eyes. And mm. she's kind of got this, like, this almost like she is eternity when she comes out of it. I'm not quite sure. They didn't explain it, obviously, because it was the end of the movie. But it, I, I, I really, yeah, I really don't understand it. But um, that's what I thought while watching it. But it, it was so bad that I was just like, oh, who gives a shit? I would rather that Chris Hemsworth, because I know he said that he wanted, he would come back if they did the character justice. Because I think, I guess he acknowledged the backlash and just put that out there. Yeah, don't but... do it, Chris. Yeah, I'd rather he just leave the MCU and focus on becoming an action star. I think that's a good niche for him. I agree. So and I also I, I also think that Taika Waititi, because he's been all like, yes, he's been all like, oh, we're going to make this movie. This feels like how Ryan Johnson keeps saying they're gonna, he's going to make his Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> I just go, I just go, listen, honey, it's just, it's listen. not happening. Listen, you're not making your Thor 5 movie, so put <laughs> that in your pipe and smoke it. It's quite difficult to say Thor five, yeah, it's well. I mean, yeah, and it's it's not going to be good. Nobody wants to see Thor as a dad. He looked no. like a bad father, in my opinion. No. <laughs> uh, I may I do a super chat, there. even though I can't put it on screen? Yes, sure. do it. I'm I'm winging it here, folks. Um, Matt, I is it Matt one? I love this price of is it reason guy or freedom. Matt, I it's price of reason. Read price, <laughs> price of freedom. You put yeah. That sounds like an inside joke. I okay. Let's don't quite on. know what you're saying. <laughs> Neither do I. It's a compliment. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think I'll take it then. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there is another one. This is very high tech. Sorry, folks. I'm uh, boomering. Garth Nice for five dollars. So me and Brownie go cycling one hundred kilometers, wearing a codpiece while Catty's watching the Notebook <laughs> with a gal who think who looks like Eva Longoria. Yeah, even life is fair. <laughs> Garth again <laughs> for five dollars. This is very high tech. Sorry, folks. Um, oh, no, he said the same thing again, twice. Oh, so he's paid... Um, I owe you $5, Garth. Okay, right. Shall we move on from this? I, think um, I just... Just a, a question. Last point, then, yeah. Yes, to the panel. Um, Thor seems to be the only one that they are willingly kind of keeping around from that original Avengers lineup. Aside from what they did in Love and Thunder with Jane Foster, what's the reason for keeping this character around this long? They well, they want to humiliate him more. <laughs> yeah, I Brutal. I don't. Brutal. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't. Maybe because Chris Hemsworth is such a likable person, I I find him very charming. And he, he seems like a good guy, so maybe it's Chris, that. Don't do but, it. but didn't he say he wanted to take a step back from acting because of he found out about his um um he's he's got um that gene where he can get um um Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's on both sides of his family. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then he he came then a couple months later it was like, Oh, I'd come back for the right role. Then it was like, Oh, I'll come back to Thor if they do the character justice. And now um yeah, here we are. So I don't know what's going on. Chris, don't mind. do it. That's all I can say. Yeah, I say okay. don't do it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It doesn't need the money. Time to get. Ooh. Yeah, 
And if you're going to do another movie, do an Extraction 3. Yeah, just do go yeah. do five Extraction movies. You do, much yeah. Rather than yeah, yeah they're, they're much better. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, how many, like, most people only like one Thor movie. So come on, let's just, let's just be honest with ourselves. Agreed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The <laughs> Marvel's director, Nia, who's that? Nita Costa reveals Kevin Feige lukewarm on her pitches for a sequel. Get this, folks. Says success of female-led driven films now depends on whether or not the movie's good. Ah, oh, what a <laughs> dick. What a dickhole. <laughs> Imagine that. You mean your movie has to make money for you to make a sequel? What an asshat. Ugh, so annoying. You mean a movie has to be good to get a sequel? What a a sexist. What a misogynist. What is the world coming to? That's out of the box thinking, isn't it? Yeah, plus Nina DaCosta sucks. I'm sorry. Did anybody see that Candyman movie? What a piece of shit. It was garbage. I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody's all like, oh, yeah, but the directing was really good in the visuals. And I'm like, uh, wait, what are we talking about here? That movie sucked all the way around. The directing wasn't good. Story wasn't good. I'm sorry. The dark visuals, it was it was just shit. So I go, I just go, this movie's going to be shit, too. I have no hope for well, this woman. Completely different tones. So I'm just wondering why she was even hired for this, aside from the fact that she's got a vagina. And she's a woman of color. Don't fucking say that term. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they, that's why they hired her. They're like, tick, tick, tick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Brie looking good there. (laughs) I think Brie is good looking. So especially when she's not wearing a big bulky Miss Marvel costume. That first costume that she can't see her feet like, as well. Thank fuck. Her feet are gross. I wish I wouldn't have looked at her feet. They're we gross. told you not to. You <laughs> did, but as soon as you said it, I had to look. It's like the two girls one cup video. Everyone told you not oh, to watch. Oh god! And you went and looked it up, and then you wish you hadn't. It was her feet. You guys said not to do it, and I had to. And I wish I hadn't because her feet are gross. Um, is the Marvels going to be the f- flop of the year, or have we had it with Indy? I think with all the DC movies we've had, <laughs> that's a good if point. you flop any harder than those, like if anything, I will be impressed. Then I think indie is the biggest flop of the year, and it will be the biggest flop of the year. Yeah, I yeah. What's I the agree, budget would, for the Marvels? I don't know. Because they did reshoots on this as They've well. They've made right? it about fifteen times, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And they pushed it back three times as well. Uh, looks like 130 million. Well, times up by about three of it. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't see I don't see how this movie is going to do good because like no. everybody I talk to like well not everybody but most of the people I talk to at work they're not like big comic book people and I'll just be like hey you gonna go see the Marvels and they'll be like what what's the Marvels what? and I'll be like you know Captain Marvel and they'll be like who. Same thing with Blue Beetle. I was like, you know, see Blue Beetle this weekend? And they're like, what? What's that? So I. Whereas if you just said, um, are you going to see the new Iron Man movie? Bang. I, they probably, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to ask them the next Iron Man movie that comes out. Do up. we think it will outperform or underperform Ant-Man? <sighs> underperform. Oh. Underperform. Underperform. Dune. Dune's coming out the week before yes. this. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited yes. for Dune. Dune's so it, it has no chance. No chance at all. I will say, though, that I'm sure that leading up to that release of the Marvels, 
they're going to push marketing for women and and do the whole uh, diverse ensemble and women they're going to really lean hard in, in the marketing maybe they can get some people to watch it i i don't think it's going to be making a billion dollars but i think that it could make a few hundred million mm-hmm. maybe cover sort of its some of its budget Maybe that would be the hope. Well, Matt Cat's good at leaning on women. Maybe they should get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> women of all kinds, apparently, as well. So. <laughs> oh my goodness! I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> this movie's a bombard. I, I'm, yeah. Even I'm not looking forward to this. Like the brown, what's her name? Kamala Khan. Is that her name? That's, I don't know. The, this this shallow brown representation thing just is it's insulting to me as a brown I, woman. So I agree. I do like the actress though that I'm Iman Velania. I'm she's, a brown man. She's very charming. <laughs> the the actress she, yeah, she is. I she actually is, yeah. really enjoy her personality yeah, off yeah. camera, but it's just it's agree. very clear what the intention is by putting Kamala Khan in the Marvel universe, and that's what's more irritating than anything. I like her slightly more fleshed out as a character than is it Monica Rambo? Who I, oh. I, I couldn't tell you the first yeah. thing about that person. I have no idea who she is, what she is. She was in WandaVision for a bit. Like, in terms of about her character, I couldn't <sighs> tell you a single thing. Yeah. I, I do want to say that both actresses that are not Brie Larson, the Teona Paris and uh, Iman Vellani, I think the other one is called, I think that they're much more likable than Brie Larson. Just they have a more likable presence, both of them, in my opinion. Right on. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, just um, uh, the uh, Paris girl. What's her name? Brianna Paris. Is that what? Tiona. Tiona Paris. She was in Candyman with uh, Nina DaCosta, the director of, of Candyman. So I'm pretty sure that um, she's going to be front and center for this movie instead of you know the the Captain Marvel, who this movie should be about. No, this movie's gonna yeah. be bad. It's gonna. She's suck not balls. even the lead in her own movie. Poor Brie. It, yeah. Me. Plus, I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they're they're switching back and forth. You got a female villain that is ugly, and I, I don't know. It looks it looks. Tom bad. Hiddleston's misses, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's a uh, Nick Fury, who of course has been profoundly shaped and altered by the events of Secret Invasion. Right, and it's just yeah. that nobody actually saw yeah. it. So, yeah, did anybody it, actually watch Secret Invasion? I did. And let me just tell you right now, Secret Invasion. <laughs> he was all depressed and shit. And in this, if you watch the trailer, he's all like, he's like my favorite, uh, you know, woman in space. And he's all happy and shit. And I'm all like, I don't know. You seem pretty depressed. You lost your your friend um, Maria Hill. You know, the scrolls are being hunted down on Earth by humans. I'm like, what? Are you have to be so happy about fucker this is all your fault i'm like this is it's it's so weird like they don't even try to keep in continuity anymore it's so stupid okay let's move on here we go so uh a movie's box office Earnings could be hurt by around 15% without actors' promotional work due to the studios refusing to pay them fairly. When I saw that picture, I thought that was the uh, Blue Beetle screening. <laughs> it probably Pretty was. Close to what I look like. There's a surprising number of people in mine because I went earlier today. I guess it's because it was like a Sunday afternoon, so like, there were quite a few kids in. Yeah, there yeah. were more mm. people than I was expecting there to be. There were more than for Indiana Jones, for example. Um, 
that I think this is probably one of those, it's another planted article. It's, it's somebody very much sympathetic to the strike saying, hey, by the way, the studios are being really unfair. And if they don't change their minds and their behavior, they'll lose oh, loads okay. of money. Um, okay. It might be true. I don't doubt that it is. It depends, though, on the film and the person doing the promotion. As we've already discussed, if it's Rachel Zegler doing your promotion, then you're probably going to lose more by having her actually <laughs> doing it. So it very much depends. Yeah. Okay. Um, shall we just skip over this one? I've got a few more stories to. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, skip, uh, yeah let's skip over this one. Okay, so uh, next one. <laughs> Rebel Moon. Are we excited? Yeah, you know. chuckling from Vex over there. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder, everybody. Zack Snyder, Rebel Moon. The trailer supposed, comes out on Tuesday. Supposed to be a Star Wars kind oh, of ripoff. I am. I, I'll. I'll check it out. But I just mostly want to see what kind of shite Zack Snyder is going to push <laughs> forward for us, and then what all of his fucking idiot drones are going to be like. This is amazing. This is the greatest cinema ever. Oh my god! Please. I'm waiting for all that. That's all I'm. Oh, that's me then. Sorry. <laughs> Stream killer. I know absolutely nothing about this. So, what's the premise, and how much I, of it I is think in slow it's motion? similar to kind of a Star Wars type. I, uh, uh, apparently, uh, Zack Snyder pitched a, a Star Wars idea, if I understood correctly, to Lucasfilm, and they didn't want his idea, so he went and sort of changed it around and pitched it to Netflix, and then they did want his idea, and then this is, I guess, the result of that, so it's sort of Zack Snyder's version of a Star Wars type of movie. Personally, I, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a fair chance when it comes out, but I don't really think one way or another about it at this point. Yeah, I Wouldn't agree. I'm the same way. It'd be surprising if it was better than any Star Wars we've had from Disney, Disney. other well, than I mean, kind of Rogue One, because Rogue One was passable. I, just, I mean, it's Zack Snyder, though. Just remember that. That is a good point. And <laughs> the bar with Star Wars is set so low that it's is that really well, hard get to be lower, better? To be yeah, fair. is it really Plus hard got to be better? Out, haven't we? So yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'm going to check it out just because I am interested to see, you know, what this is about. Um, but I mean, I'll see the trailer on Tuesday, see if it's any good, but, uh, um, it's coming it out be, with the right time really of year, fitting, wouldn't it? If the, the epigraph of, um, of Disney episode, <laughs> sorry, of Disney Star Wars is that Zack Snyder could have done it better. <laughs> it's like, probably true, actually, given how right. shit it's been. <laughs> well, I'll be coming back here Christmas week. Where we do the Christmas streams, Rebel Moon. This will well, be the out. Other one what a film! <laughs> <laughs> this will be well, out two days one? before Aquaman two as well. Oh, I'd forgotten that was happening. Oh yeah. yeah. <sighs> Christmas Gosh. Day is when Aquaman two is out. Who's going to the cinema on Christmas Day? I'm oh, waving my hand right now. Do. I'm waving my hand. <laughs> oh, okay. it's, because it's the only thing that's open that a whole family can go to. So Christmas Day cinemas are always packed over here. Oh, oh yeah, same we thing with open here. Christmas in the Day, it's uh, Boxing Day that we open, isn't it, Lord? Mm. Yes. Here. Yeah, well, here in America, Christmas Day is a huge day at the cinema, so. Yeah. Really? Yeah, which is surprising. I mean, like, I, my family never did it growing up, but, like, you know, for Aquaman, I'll be there opening well, it, like, first show. Joy Aquaman, then. I w Listen, I'm not going to lie. I know it's going to probably be bad, but I love Aquaman so much. He's my favorite character, so I can't um, not see it. That's a proper Christmas present. Amber Turd <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Christmas, everybody. <laughs> it's a nice last, last Christmas. I told myself, you know what? I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. 
because you know I deserve it. It's Christmas, it's a holiday, but then fucking Avatar comes out, <laughs> and I watch it. And I think I can't not do a video on this. Rank and I'm gonna have to, I enjoyed it. I know Aquaman's gonna be the I same. It. It's gonna be so mind-numbingly <laughs> shite. I'm gonna have to. Be, Sorry, mum, I can't come round for Christmas. <laughs> 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 just, just be like, I can't. I'm going to India. Just go to India. Actually, go to India. Yeah, I'll be mm -hmm. going to India to watch Rebel well, Moon. Anyway, I'll okay. probably, I'll pro my son will probably go with me because he's five and he doesn't know any better. Mm. Uh, India at Christmas is very nice. Shall we move on? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, let's do it. Let's just pile through these last stories. Then. Yeah, let's just, do it. What is the other thing? Just on the Rebel Moon thing, there was another sci-fi thing that's coming out from the. Is it Gareth Edwards who did? Rogue One, um, which I saw an advert for today, which looks the kind creator. of yes. The creator, is that the robot? Yeah, yeah, the robot movie. Mm. I'm looking that forward looks... to that. That actually, looks yeah, that, like lo it that looks good. good. Yeah, I agree. Um, that was the uh, movie where they used the actual uh, um, blast. Do you remember that Beirut uh, shipping container port? Oh. oh, yeah. That they footage actually... is in there. Yes, and. There's a, people, a lot of people not happy about it. It's in the trailer, yeah. It's the actual, uh, you know, the, do you remember the video of the blast wave? Yeah, I do. Look at the trailer and you'll see it. There is a lot of people thinking, no. Well, then they should have taken better care of their shipping container. <laughs> right. I think it was yeah, all, uh, it was fertilizer, wasn't it? That went boom. It was, um, yeah. Okay. A lot of it as well. Okay. Let's move on. That's interesting. Transformers Rise of the Beasts ends its theatrical run at the Good. cinema. Lowest grossing movie of the franchise. Wasn't this the one that had um, the not-so-subtle political messaging in it and the really um, Starfire-looking main character or female character or thing character? Don't know. I only lasted 25 minutes into this film, so I don't know. Oh, okay. wow. It wasn't good. <laughs> It was bad. Again, I didn't like old... this movie. Yeah. Price of Reason, I've... why not? Tell us. Uh, well, the first 30 minutes was basically uh, kind of the same type of uh, identity politics type of thing. There's a guy who's uh, Hispanic, but uh, everything is bad, and him and his family are victims. Kind of, It reminded me a little of the things we were seeing in Blue Beetle, but somehow in that movie, it may have been even worse, even sure. more kind of malicious and sinister well, in, yeah, in its messaging. Yeah, because every white person was like mean to them. The, the, the movie, the first scene, and this is the first scene of the movie. Uh, the guy is in his kitchen. His mom walks up to him and she says, you have a job interview tomorrow. And he says, yes. He, she says to him, make sure to laugh at the white people's jokes because oh, the white they... people, white people like that kind of stuff. Yeah, they and like maybe it when they think hire you're funny. You. Yeah, they like it when they think you're funny. And that that's how, that's like the first 10 seconds of the movie. So why I I just sat in the theater and I thought to myself, it's probably not going to get better than Oh dear. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> why it's then not then I have a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. burn. well done. <laughs> and then doesn't yeah. he steal a rich guy's car and the excuse he... is the rich guy can just buy another car and I'm thinking, well, yeah, but mm -hmm. he could also give lots more money to charity if he didn't have to buy himself a new fucking car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this movie sucks. And plus they use the maximals and they don't even use them like that much. They they just did it so like people that love Beast Wars so much would go and see it. 
And I watched, I, me and my son watched Beast Wars the whole week before to bone up for this movie. And it was a waste. Well, it wasn't a waste of time, but it was, we didn't need to because they barely were in the movie. It was, it was stupid. I hate this movie. My only question, there's a gorilla bot in this one, right? Yeah. Is it voiced? Primal. Yeah. Is it voiced by a black man? Uh, no. Yes. I don't know. I haven't got a clue. I'm looking it up right now. Does it yeah. care? Um, I just want to a... know if if uh, if Hollywood is that not racist. That's Gosh, all. how uh, how God <laughs> is it sad that I want it to be so I, can I want it to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, may I do a super chat from the previous story? Obviously, we're yes. having technical yes. difficulties. Jonathan yeah. Frost for five dollars. Thank you, Jonathan. Rebel Moon is the exact no. same story told in Seven Samurai. The Magnificent Seven and Battle Beyond the Stars rehashed story. Oh, oh it's, it's Ron Perlman. Yeah, I was going to say that, Ron Perlman, but uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen Battlefield Beyond the Stars. Uh, Battle oh, Beyond okay. Stars is a okay. great film. Okay. Um, I didn't see this. I really like the Transformers movies. But again, it's just one of these movies that I just can't be asked with anything new. Because mm. you just know what you're going to get. Yep. I would, ra- I would rather have seen a Michael Bay Transformers movie if I was going to see one than an um, imitation. Were the, was the fight, because there, there was a, a pretty cool looking fight scene, at least in the trailer, I remember. Was that fight scene, like, were the fight scenes any good, Matt? Sorry, I was on mute. Uh, they were, they were, they were just Transformers fair. You know, they were good okay. in terms of like they were action packed, but at the same time, the the overall movie just sucked. It, it sucked. Oh, Although God. my son did like it, but it, but he was so funny because within the first like uh, thirty minutes or whatever, um, Bumblebee dies, and he was all like, "I was like, they, I was like, uh, he was like, they killed Bumblebee," and I was like, "Yeah, he's dead." And he's like. I don't like this movie anymore. I want to go home. And I was like, I was like, no, we've got, we paid good money and I bought snacks. We're staying for this movie. I spent like $50. We're watching the rest of this movie. So, okay. Uh, can we move on from this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll quickly do the next one. Musk says X Twitter, whatever you want to call it, will be removing the block feature. What do we think to that guys? Won't happen. Yeah, 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 and yeah, apparently yeah. this is just because um, that people keep blocking advertisers is one of the theories ah. I saw floating around because they've really been pumping out the ads. But this doesn't make any sense. Uh, I... Um, yeah, I don't. Go ahead. Uh, quickly, I'll just say uh, Elon Musk blocked James Woods. Is it James Woods? The actor? Did he yeah, actually? He's been yeah. blocking. I think. Well, I've seen loads of people sharing screenshots amazing, of them yeah, being yeah. blocked by Elon Musk. Yeah. And how recently those things are, but um, yeah. wouldn't be surprised because his um his new what's the woman gimp who's he's put in charge nominally of Twitter, Linda something or other. Yeah, yeah. Linda Yakutunu Yakutus Yakabu something or other. Um, off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she came out and qualified after said Twitter takes people's safety etc very seriously and will be looking at ways to further improve the platform while keeping these things in mind, which basically translates as we probably won't get rid of the block button. Um, I think it would have been hilarious to watch because there would have been this really lovely period when the block feature disappears 
and people either don't know that's happening yet or they haven't remembered who they've blocked so they haven't gone and muted them and so like i can just be sitting there waiting for the day that wikipedia has unblocked me and i can suddenly go like <laughs> throwing shit at them and then they can mute me again but um that would have been fun to see but i doubt it will happen okay so uh, question vex how many people have you blocked two i think price on twitter yeah I'd say that there's I haven't looked in a while there's a handful. Uh the thing the thing is is that I used to not block anybody even if they blocked me I didn't yeah, do same anything. Here, same here, same here. But then what happened was and this is after my account there my news account was getting shadow banned and I had a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh somebody told me that the policy should be that if I find out that somebody blocked me I have to immediately block them because some of them continue to lurk and then report your account. So oh, okay. at, at some point I, I shifted my policy and I did right. actually start blocking back. And maybe in all of the years, maybe there's a few people, uh, very, very rare occasions where I ended up actually blocking a person. It's, it's not my default. It's not what I want to do. Yes, but man. people, just for example, and then I'll leave it alone. There was one guy that had like 10 different accounts. And I discovered that he was operating like 10 bot accounts. And anytime I would post, suddenly 10 people would come and, get upset at something that i was saying Ooh. and i discovered because he made a mistake that it was all him so then i just blocked all of those accounts and and i feel okay about that mm. Katty, i imagine your <laughs> block list is massive and it includes you <laughs> <laughs> oh i think that he he stepped away for oh, a okay. second something with his kid uh, right, i think probably oh. bedtime Lord, I imagine you've got a uh, massive list. No, I have not blocked anyone that I'm aware of. Um, I just mute them. But then that's partly because I haven't needed yes, really to block same anyone. Here, so. same here. You mean yeah. you didn't block B.A. Turner back? No. Why would I, why would I do that? <laughs> I think, yeah, the only two people I blocked are just people that went on to harass not only me, but other like mutuals. And I just... I just didn't want to see that on my timeline, mm. so I blocked them. I yeah. just mute them and move on. But like the, the Twitter does, so there is an incentive structure to block people, and uh, we've had one reason. Price of reason gives it. You know, that's one reason to actually use the block feature is that people have pre prior to now and even now have been incentivized to use the tactics of sort of gang piling and mob rule and mm. effectively try to mass report you. And in that situation, I think yeah, definitely blocking is probably the only thing you can do to stop them. I've just been lucky that no one's tried to do that to me yet mm -hmm. that I'm aware of. Well, you're a nice guy. <laughs> I do, uh, well, yeah. well, maybe. <laughs> Sickening. Okay. Uh, shall we move on then? So we, you think it's not going to happen then, Lord? Yeah. I would be. They might change the name, but I don't think they'll remove oh, the feature. Just... They, they might keep blocking and find some way around it, so like you cannot block advertising accounts, for example, or there'll be a different account or advertising purposes than the corporate account, so you can't say block a company and thereby block all of its adverts. There'll be another way of doing it whilst keeping it either in name or by a different name in place. The worst thing he did was calling it X. Stupid. All right, let's move on. Well, I just like that he's rebranded everything, but I still go to Twitter.com. Yeah, yeah, it's a twit twat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Hey! Get in the bin. Shall we say put the StreamYard chat in the bin this week? Oh, agreed. Agreed. Um, I think this one's going to be just you and I, Lord. Um, shall we try and keep the uh, risky, risque language to a minimum, if you remain? You'll know straight away as soon as I... <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued now. 
Well, this was posted this week, and I just thought, oh dear. Are we ready, everybody? If you're in Britain, you'll totally get this. Um, apologies again, we can't interact with you on the chat. Probably a good thing, actually, with this. So this week's hashtag, get in the bin. Oh, I'm excited about this. Sorry. <laughs> Obviously, um, keep the kind of risque language to a minimum on this one. Well, personally, I think that should get into the... <laughs> and, like, so I can say whatever the hell I want about... And like and the BBC, and so you know, Very it's good. fine. I'm. Uh, I just really want to know: Is this going to be Netflix washed, or are they going to cover some of the stuff that came out the last couple of years? I'm really curious to see where this will go. Um, apparently, um, I think there was about four people who were actual victims who they've uh, got the stories from. You you know what how deep it goes though right without uh, having to say the words on youtube yes okay okay um i ironically it's itv studios that made this for the bbc <laughs> ironically i yeah i i'm just uh, i'm excited because i just want to know um how deep into the depravity they're going to go uh, but at the same time i don't think someone like jimmy savile should be getting his own series whatsoever with what he's been accused of doing. I think this is, uh, I don't know if this is actually a TV series or just kind of a one-off, a one and done. Oh, it's a, it's sorry, a series, forgive yeah. me, series, okay. <laughs> this seems more like a TV movie and yeah, I think that a series is a bit generous for this Yeah, I'd subject probably say it'd be a limited kind of small run type thing. Oh. Lord, bad taste. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. It could be an interesting one. We've got plenty of serial killer dramas. Um, uh, many of whom will probably have done nasty things to children as well. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that it turns out to be a really hard hitting drama that actually holds certain people to account, for example. And I think that might be a good thing. Um, but it very much depends on how it's done. So. We'll see. And given it's on Netflix, who the hell knows? This is the, um, the maybe they're just trying to no, redeem this, themselves. No, for... no, this is this is on. Um, as I said, it's it's made by independent television. Oh, uh, I missed that. Yeah, that was my mistake. In, um, in the UK, um, for BBC. Is it going out on the BBC? Yes. Oh well, then they know what they're talking about, so it'll be fine. <laughs> so it's a four-part series. It says. Yeah. Oh, I know I. Hold on, just out of curiosity, because I haven't seen any of the BBC's, like, um, I guess, fictional stuff. Um, are they going to, like, do they sweep a lot of that stuff under the rug when it comes to their well, productions these days? Well, I will say this. Um, I'm reading Melvin Deeply's comment here. The BBC aren't going to tell the story of their own complicity. It's disgusting they're trying to cash in when they were in on the cover-up. Oh, I Agreed. forgot about that. Oh. Yes. Because I'm just like, I'm just thinking about, we got like those serial killer dramas on Netflix, for example. If we look at the, uh, oh God, what was the Dahmer one that they did? Um, yeah. They really 
underplayed the fact that Dahmer had underage victims and what he had done to some of them. So I'm just, I'm afraid that because of the subject matter here, it'll be the same thing where it they'll will, severely underplay there's it. There's going to be fucking uproar when this airs. I like and Steve you, Coogan too, which is a shame. Yeah, <laughs> same, birth- <laughs> yeah same birthday as me, yeah. Oh, really? Anyway, yeah, yeah. The the thing is, I'll, I will say this actually. When um, when I was growing up um, in the seventies, we, I, um, yeah, I, we'd even heard the rumors that it was up to no good. Yeah, and I was, I swear to God, um, when I was a kid, um, we used to make jokes about Savile up to, up to no good, doing naughty stuff so it was known but we just thought it was a joke you know you just celebrity just joke just do what you do with celebrities take the piss out of them mm-hmm. not actually realizing it was actually true by the way and that was in the 70s but anyway I wonder how okay. far they'll go with it like will they show the morgue scene oh we knew that he was up to no good in Stoke Mandeville, and we were telling jokes about it, but we thought it was a joke. But anyway. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Melvin. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. And finally, uh, this is another British story, folks. Um Sorry to our American brethren. brethren. This is uh, kind of a British story. So here you go. This is just me and you, Lord. Uh, Michael Parkinson died this week. Oh, yeah. See, like, I, I'm <laughs> never really, I'm not really, I don't think old enough to remember ever watching Parkinson. Yeah, this like, will I've be a generational thing. Stuff yeah, of his on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So the, the clips I've seen, he was a fantastic interviewer, and it's the kind of thing that the BBC the best. is. Stop doing or TV generally is kind of stopped doing. You have to go to YouTube and podcasts to find these kinds of long form interviews yeah. with famous people. And he, you know, is yeah. charismatic and very good at what he did. So, um, rip Michael. Um, I will say when I found out he, uh, I think it was 88, um, I thought, okay, let's have a look on the tube. Lots of people posting, um, recordings that they'd made, you know, like VHS tapes and that uploaded it. And, uh, Parkinson was the best at interviewing. Um, I think one of his famous quotes is, uh, which I try to follow as well, believe it or not. When I'm when I'm saying nothing, I know I'm doing my job properly. So I I, I do try not to say much really, because it's about you guys and the peeps in the chat are not interested in. They're interested in what you guys have got to say, especially Matt Cat. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So I would say um, check out Michael Michael Parkinson videos um, on YouTube. Probably one of the very very best interviewers um, ever, to be honest. Some proper. He's, he's an actual interviewed. interviewer, not a, yeah. He's he's interviewed all. He's basically he's he's been he was going from he's been going from the seventies. So he's interviewed all, all the major stars, mm. all the major stars. 
I think the, I think he said the only person who um, he didn't interview was Sinatra. He just couldn't quite get close enough. But uh, yeah, so rest in peace, Michael Parkinson. Okay, so I'm kind of thinking that that is it. In fact, I know it's it. So that is it. Chat, you are wonderful. Apologies for the um, StreamYards uh, failing. Um, I've been looking at my... I've been going very low-tech, looking at my phone for anything, yeah. any super chats. So, guys, you are the best. Apologies for the technical issue. Yeah, fuck you, StreamYard. I don't know when we're gonna. I, I don't know when we're gonna be back. I thought we were gonna be back on Wednesday, but Ahsoka's dropping on Tuesday now, isn't it? So we shall Did see. Did you so, finish RoboCop? No. <laughs> We've got uh, Act Three to do yet. Are we doing Ahsoka streams, or are we passing that one over? No, don't pass it over. You have to. No, we're, we're doing Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, just uh, yeah, do it Tuesday. Just do it Tuesday. It's a double episode, though, so you... I don't know if we're gonna. I think I don't know if we're gonna do it in one hit, though. So be warned. You could do it, yeah. Just or do it Wednesday. Just uh, yeah, and do both episodes. One two punch. You can do it. I think. I you think can. The, the I think the problem is none of us know anything about Ahsoka. Do you, Lord? Um, I do. Minimally, he knows everything about Ahsoka. I mean, I Are think you... I know enough. Is there something special we should know? Well, we don't know anything about it. <laughs> That's the problem. Maybe, maybe that'll be the best thing. Like you're going in with fresh eyes on a character you don't know anything about. We are going to be totally Anakin's relying on C3PO. Yeah, she was Anakin's it, it, apprentice. She fought Vader. She left the Jedi Order. Dave Filoni reached in through a time portal and yanked her out of that timeline <laughs> in order to yes. use her again in this one. So. I think that's basically the most okay, important so piece we don't of information. Need, you, so you've done the review. I think that's it. We don't need to do that. Okay. No, but this is a sequel to Rebels, basically, I think. If you watched uh, yeah. Clone Wars and then Rebels, I would, which were animated shows, this right. seems to be the continuation of those in live action. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. I will thank the guests. Vex, Electronica, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and uh, congratulations on. on 3K, and oh, happy channel birthday as well. Yeah, 12 years, uh, well, it was yesterday now, folks. That's Can you believe awesome. it? 12 years ago, I signed up for YouTube. I didn't do anything for 10 years, but there you go. <laughs> New to the channel, price of reason. Thank you, my friend. Great to have you on. Great to be here. Thank you. I really had fun with like hanging out with you guys. You did well. Likewise. Well done, my friend. We'll see you another time. Madcat83. Nice. Thanks so much for having me. I always have a good time with you guys. The player. <laughs> and last but by no means least, he is the Dark Sith Lord. It is the Little Platoon. Cheers, Lord. Always a pleasure and well done on the 3K. Cheers, my friend. Um, I think that is it, folks. As I said, watch out. Ahsoka incoming watch the um, community page or I'll post it as soon as I know when we're doing it. So again, apologies for the uh, technical difficulties. Difficulties. We'll probably see a beast up tomorrow. The Lord will be doing that tomorrow. Oh yeah. With the blue Yay. man. Probably a lot of the same 
topics, but more in depth because that's that's their bag, as it were. So if we don't see you tomorrow, we don't see you for Ahsoka. We'll see you at the weekend. Have a great week, everybody. Tatty bye. Tatty bye. 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 Timing. <laughs>